start in South Jersey where Team Trav takes on a surging Team Corey. Huh? Huh? Corey? As both teams look to firmly cement themselves into the playoff picture. Team Fowler got a huge boost from his latest quarterback experiment as Dak hit me with your press Scott! Fired away on Trav's beloved Rams, scoring 28 points in the process. But Trav would respond as George Kittle Caesars came out hot and ready, scoring 25 of his own, as it looked like Trav would finally avenge the Camara Christmas Massacre of 2020. But as it turns out, it was Halloween on Christmas, and Monday night, Jameer Gibbs made it end, scoring a season-high 30 points. Corey 147. Huh? Trav 122. Fumble! Next up, Hurtin for a Curtain takes on our defending champ Uncertain of his team's identity halfway through the season. Team Kurt's Jamar Jar Binks Chase said, Misa help you so play fantasy football! On his way to 25 points. But in the process, he granted Chancellor Rockefeller the emergency powers needed to keep his season alive as CDPO Lamb and Arthur Juan Kenobi combined for 74 points, pulling far, far away from his opponent. Zach could only sit, watch, and send out trade feelers at 2 in the morning as he got 50-pieced by the last place squadron. Sandstorm 163, Kurt 111. Up next, it's rivalry week yet again for Poe as he takes on the unstoppable troll force that is the Trump Wall. With Poe's Raven scores flying south for the winter, Garrett Wilson Phillips offered his coach some valuable advice to turn around and say goodbye. Until then, baby, are you gonna let them turn around and make you cry? Don't you know things will change if you hold on for one more day, things will go your way. Hold on for one more day. However, Jake Cole Komet decided to not rat out Husser and instead add 18 points to Tom's score. But in the end, Poe's cowardly Lions defense was anything but, scoring 14 points to walk things off Monday night. Poe 114, Husser 100. Some spread. Next up, Proc and the Procets head to Hamilton, New Jersey to battle a struggling team, Troy. Some would say that the Giants were barkling up the wrong tree, running the ball on every down for two and a half quarters. But nonetheless, it resulted in Saquon scoring 16 points for Troy. However, it was clearly evident that Proc had the Marquise to victory as Hollywood continued his consistent scoring from the flex. Meanwhile, Troy has to watch Jimmy G repeatedly overthrow Devontae Adam Sandler as his fantasy score more closely resembles that of the Jack and Jill Rotten Tomato score than a wide receiver one number he expected. You blew it! Brock 156, Troy 91. Somebody stop the fight! Next up, Rasp and Muller link up, not to commiserate about another disappointing Mets season, but to wage war with a potential playoff spot on the line. Tom, Alvin, and Theodore Higgins performed admirably in the Halloween special as it appeared the chipmunks would squeak by for another victory. But the day would belong to Gus Edward Scissorhands, whose 29 points showed there is some Johnny depth in this RB room after all. It's safe to say that Steve Austin Eckler will need to spend less time crushing beers and more time running between the tackles if Muller wants to make a deep run. Rasp 147, Muller 126. He could go all the way. As always, we finish up with Zach and the rest of Team Wellington facing off with a real North Jersey legend, me. After failing to push the right quarterback buttons all season, Wells stuck with his commander signal caller. 
Sam Howell? More like Sam Howell. How the hell did this guy score 30? And Scary Terry nearly made this hollow weekend a real terror. That is, until Jalen finally blew his waddle that he had been storing all of October to the tune of 25 points. Zack had a chance late, but in the end, the flaming shit show that is the Lost Jacobs Raiders came up just five points short. Me, 136. Wells, 31. And that is week eight. Bo, how we doing? I find it funny that I have like eight rivalry weeks somehow every year. (laughs) It literally was, I was like, because it's always who you're in a fight with. (laughs) You're pitching at somebody right when I'm about to write these. I'm like, oh, I guess it was another rivalry week for Poe. It's either Tom Husser or it's Wells or it's Curtis. It's always somebody. It's Corey. (laughs) Or it's you because you're the other podcast host. (laughs) Yeah, division rivals. But yeah, or Travis um, this week. Travis this week. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick some sort of yeah, fight with him. East Coast, East Coast, West Coast rivalry. Yeah, Biggie and Pac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but how's everything going with you, man? How was the weekend? <laughs> it's good. It's good. Dress um, up any as anything? Any uh, parties? Bars? No, unfortunately, the uh, stress fracture in the foot made me not want to dress up. About this <laughs> <laughs> you could have done something cool. I'm trying to think of um, someone with a boot for a foot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but then I was like, I don't want to fucking think about anything. So, yeah, no dressing up this weekend. Fair enough, fair enough. So let's get into the picks. Um, before we do, why don't we get the updated standings? How did we do last week? Uh, We did fine, uh, except I'm still disgustingly behind. You went 6-3 and three on the week, and I went 4-4-1, four, four first push of the year. And it brings our grand total to Billy, 40 and 31, having a very strong season. Insanely strong, I might add, compared to my 29, 42 and 1. Um, oh, you're 40, 31 and 1, sorry. Um, but yeah, you're uh, 11 games ahead now. So. Okay, with six to go. You gotta uh, make. The gap has. <laughs> you gotta make up two <laughs> games a week. Two games, Billy. Uh, you need to stop. With, you're like doing too much positive vibes, and you're like, this is all reverse psychology. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I genuinely yeah, am trying to uh, help, but because <laughs> I also don't have the fear. I'll try to help until it's actually a real possibility that I get stuck at this WNBA game. So until yeah, then, I'll kind of keep need, pumping your tires. Like I said, there's going to need to be a poet nine week in there, um, or. <laughs> It's it's not happening. So you're going to need to have a brutal week this week. So I think this is going to be the week where I fade every single one of your picks. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's worked out very well for you so far. We'd be tied if you didn't start well. that in week two. <laughs> it's... <laughs> You want to know what's the worst thing is I was, <laughs> I was less behind after the Poe and Nine Week than I am now. So it's only gotten worse. I've only gotten worse. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh man, just let's just start talking. Stop talking about my fucking record. Let's move on. Let's get into God it. Damn it. Yeah, let's start with Corey. So it looks like this week he's riding again with Dak against Will Levis. A fun start here for Curtis. I mean. I'll get it started on Levis. He looked really good. I mean, he, he just chucked deep balls, but I mean, if you have D-Hop one-on-one with some corner that doesn't know what they're doing, um, seems like a decent formula to be scoring. And then Dak, also a huge game last week. 
really just jumped on the Rams early. Do you expect him to kind of repeat that? And do you believe in Levis at all after the small sample size? Um, no, I don't. Um, no. <laughs> I feel like anybody who could throw the ball worth a damn would have hit DeAndre Hopkins on those routes. Like he was quite literally like 10 yards wide open every time. Um, it's just that he's not a pussy like Ryan Tannehill, so he was able to take the shots. And honestly, the only reason why I'm coming out so hard is is just because of a stat Tom sent me, actually, on oh Will Levis. And the, Tom is a degenerate, so you know he's got some stupid stats that he loves to look at. So he sent something to me and, and uh, Poe's friend, Julio. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Levis had a 32% pass success rate which is 43rd in the NFL behind three different quarterbacks that played for the Browns. So that means, like, my my understanding is, like, that was the expected pass success rate. It's like the success rate of your passes normally. So, like, it was basically, like, he got really fucking lucky <laughs> in Fair the enough. game. So, so it's just, like, one of those things where, like, I don't expect him to repeat it, especially against a defense I can get after the quarterback. Um, I think you're really chasing last week's point points. Um, but there's not really any other quarterback on the waiver wire where you're really going to go for it. Like the only person who I'd consider is probably Geno Smith. In fact, I probably would play Geno Smith over him, but you know, to each their own. Um, I'm not expecting him to repeat last week. And then uh, Dak for Dak either. Yeah. I, I'd be shocked. Um, I mean, these Philly games are kind of have been shootouts, these Dallas Philly games of late. Like, Dak hasn't had a crazy issue with their defense. And, I mean, he'll probably need to score points is kind of my mindset. I don't think this is going to be some, like, 17 to 13 schlag. So, I mean, and just, like, the better floor, I'd lean Dak. I mean, there definitely is a world where Levis just has the huge come down to earth week two. You know, for for Dak, I'm not expecting him to repeat last week, but I think he will outscore Levis for sure. Um, I just think he's probably going to have to throw two or three touchdowns if the Cowboys want to win this game. And I actually do think they're going to win this game. Shockingly. Um, but, you know, he's not going to repeat last week where you have Mike McCarthy coming off a bye. Who's got like some ridiculous record coming off a bye. <laughs> really? um, yeah, that off a bye NFL. Let he just needs more time goes. to think. <laughs> He's just like, I gotta focus. And then he comes in ready to go. He's he only lost two. So this is only a few years ago, so I don't know if this is still accurate, but he was 11-2 and two off the bye as of 2018. So... I mean, pretty impressive. Yeah, so even if he's lost every single one since then, he's still like 11-6 and six off the bye. So yeah, I think... Uh, most people were probably expecting the Cowboys to win against the Rams, not necessarily blow them out like they did. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a little bit of a regression to the mean for Dak. And let's get into the running backs. Unfortunately, Corey does not have Jameer after his huge breakout. He's got Bijan and then Chuba Hubbard, which is just funny. It's like, is Jameer good and Bijan bad now? Like, it's just, just has not gotten those two guys going as much as he yeah, wanted. Although Chuba, it does seem like, I don't know what was up with Miles Sanders last week, but a goose egg from him and Chuba got all the touches. That being said, Chuba was still kind of Chuba with his 1.9 yards per carry. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, maybe volume's there, but he's just never done anything with volume his entire career. 
Yeah, he's like Joe Mixon, but worse. Yeah, much worse. And on yeah. a much worse team. And then Bijan, um, I think he found the end zone last week, but still yeah, his just first not... touchdown of the year. Yeah, his first rushing. Um, first but still rushing just eleven carries. I mean, they're kind of the polar opposites. Like he's averaging close to six a carry, but not getting enough touches. And then Chuba gets all the cut touches, but averages two. So. I don't know. Um, neither of them really excite me. Not going against the best defensive units. I don't know their specific numbers against the run off the top of my head, but you know, shockingly, the Vikings are the fourth best. Team yeah, their defense the has turned it around. The They've actually gotten a lot better. Their defensive line is pretty nasty. Um, they get after it, and Flores was clearly a good addition for them. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is something last year where you would have been salivating at the matchup, but you're maybe not as excited this year. Um, the Colts, on the other hand, are pretty dog shit. They're bottom five against the run on the year, hmm. letting up an average of 26 points a game. So I mean, I, th- I think overall they're decent starts. They don't really scare you a ton, but I mean, I think they have the advantage over the other side with Curtis, where we got Najee Harris and Di Mercado. Ooh again um <laughs> i mean not not much to say here the only other running back he's just very much struggling with montgomery at, and connor out um just hasn't really been able to find anyone startable Najee sunday or thursday rather against tennessee and then Mercado against cleveland on sunday um so not the best not the most yeah, favorable even run the worst matchups. part about it is that they're ill even in plus matchups so yeah. now you're playing against two kind of top seven top eight rush defenses on the on the year um cleveland is number 10 actually and the titans are number eight so you're talking about two teams that really don't let up a lot to the run and they've only let up six rushing touchdowns combined on the year so I'm not expecting pretty much anything from these two this week. Yeah, so it's tough. I mean, I, I give Corey... Unless Kyler the... Murray's playing. Is Kyler Murray playing? It's either him or Clayton Toon, which, I mean, they announced prior to Dodge being traded. Absolute terrible. Absolute terrible week to have Arizona running back. But if it's Kyler, you know, maybe... You know, maybe he scores 10 points instead of 9 points or 8 points, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, and not, I mean, I, I don't... Not like a huge upgrade. DiMercato kind of made some decent plays from what I saw. I don't know. His stats probably aren't phenomenal, like his average, but... They're he, fine. He looked They're like a like capable running runner. Back. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that you're not you're not really... Like, I can't see it's a bad world offense where the Cardinals... playing from behind, like... Yeah, like against Cleveland, I don't see a world where they're going to have a lot of quality red zone or goal line opportunities. So um, if you're not like a back like Alvin Kamara, who's going to catch like eight or nine screens, like it's it's a huge downgrade for me, in my opinion. So let's get over to receiver. I mean, Corey's got Addison, Rashi Rice, and Josh Downs. I, I guess we'll start with Addison. I think you, you owe me and Corey an apology. Wide receiver eleven on the because... year. Oh, well, you, well, I don't you think got, got Priestall for 11. free. You got Priestall for free. I, I, I mean, wish I kept Jordan. He's the best. I'd much rather have Brees Hall over Jordan Addison by a mile. Addison would probably be one of the best players on your team. That isn't the answer to my <laughs> or that it wasn't what I was answering. Just saying, just saying. I mean, yeah, he would he would be a great receiver to have, but. I'd much rather have the RB1 in Brees Hall. 
I mean, RB1 for a wide receiver one. It's even Steven. My book. Yeah, but let's be honest. He doesn't have Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson's coming back, so... Josh Dobbs has been more than capable this year. Look at Hollywood Brown. Yeah, how good has Josh Dobbs been the last few weeks, Billy? I mean, they got some film on him, but now he's back (laughs) in his Minnesota system. He's ready to go. They got some film on a guy that's been in the NFL for eight years. (laughs) They got some film on him. He's thrown Josh Dobbs in the month of October through six touchdowns and six interceptions. In his last three games, he threw two touchdowns and three interceptions. His quarterback rating is like 60. Oh, completing less than 60% of his passes. Oh, my God. No. And, I mean, kind of burying no. my point here a bit, but yeah. uh, he's actually not even playing. I think it's the BYU guy anyway. Oh, cause... yeah. It's, uh, so even better for Jordan Addison, right? I mean, I they, they've had the rapport. They were, probably on, they were probably working out with the twos all summer. Yeah, right. Nice connection <laughs> oh, there. You're trying to use my point. This is the backup quarterback with the backup wide receiver has. No, no. So he'll have a huge game. That's a given. <laughs> and then, uh, Rushy Rice. I don't know. Didn't he drop like a touchdown and look stupid the other day? Miami. You figure it's a shootout, maybe, but I don't know. Or the Chiefs just kind of looked like dog shit last week. Like I don't know what the fuck that was about. Well, I don't know how much... Mahomes was sick or something. Because isn't uh, Jalen Ramsey coming back or back now for Miami? He is back. He had a pick last yeah, week. Yeah, so I wonder how much better this Miami passing defense is going to get now with him being back. It's hard to um, say. I mean, they dominate the Patriots, but kind of everyone can <laughs> slow Mac Jones down. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I, I'm I'm curious if like maybe that's a, it's a slight bolster to their passing defense. But it, it definitely can't hurt. In general, it feels like Rasheed Rice is the best guy there in Kansas City in the wide receiver room, but he's still probably the third option in terms of the offense. It's going to go through Kelsey and Pacheco. Pacheco, and then you have Rasheed Rice, and he's competing with a bunch of guys in the receiver's room, so... Yeah, and it's not like this is the Chiefs that score 40 that you get a third option. This is the Chiefs that are, like, kind of winning defensively now. Yeah, they're kind of grinding out these games, and and it's like... It's kind of been low scoring for them this year, so I I don't hate him. I think he probably meets his projection of 10.7, but I'm not expecting... you know, a 30, 40-point game from him. Uh, I, I think he's probably just a fine kind of flex wide receiver two this week and speaking of flex wide receiver twos josh downs in the flex i mean he's been pretty good uh pretty consistently all year if you take that's not going to work for addison but it will work for Minshew and josh downs that that comparison you had earlier how the backup quarterback and the backup wide receiver dude it it only works when it agrees with my point okay i just just wanted to make sure (laughs) But he's been great all year. He's been great for the past several weeks. Um, yeah, one of the better South Carolina not, not talked about guys, right? He's a rookie, isn't he? Mm-hmm. North Carolina yeah. slot guy. It's really good. So yeah, he also gets a ton of targets, which pisses Michael Pittman off. But I mean, they've been kind of feisty in games pretty much all year, and he's going against the Panthers, who kind of just let up a shit ton of points. Um, I'm not really concerned about them. Uh, kind of being a hard matchup for the Colts. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he should be fine. Probably similar to Rasheed Rice. I don't expect, like, some huge ceiling, but, I mean, if you can get 
a guaranteed 12 to 15 points from a receiver, that's a pretty good return. Yeah, so I mean, all, overall, the wide receiver room doesn't look terrible, especially when you get Amon Ra back to kind of re- replace that Rushy Rice. Then you kind of have some guys. I mean, JSN's been better of late as well. So, I mean, he's somewhat rebuilt his wide receiver room. He's got he's got more guys than he potentially needs, and you kind of got to press the right buttons. But overall, it's a decent room from where it was, I feel. I feel like Dak Prescott's just gotten tossed around from team to team this year. Yeah, wasn't he on with Proc for a bit? Didn't he start for Proc last week? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. It's kind of all <laughs> blending together for me. It's that week Maybe Corey nightmare. started him last week. I don't know. No, well, Corey started him last week, but... Oh, he did? Yeah. He's okay, scored. then Corey's at him because Trevor Lawrence was such a bust pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is on the bye as well. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, let's get over to Curtis's receivers. Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Jahan Dotson. Um, Jahan obviously in for Ayuk on the bye. I mean, Jamar Chase is fully back. He's been really great for him. He's up to wide receiver five after two really bad the weeks Bengals early. Are fully back. Exactly. Not even Jamar Chase. The Bengals are fully back. And I mean, this game against Buffalo should be really good. Um, Buffalo still kind of continuing to struggle a bit. I know they won Thursday, but I they, wasn't. That was the sloppiest. Over... Yeah, it was bad <laughs> win. Like. PMT was like jerking them off, like, "Oh, Buffalo's back! Buffalo's back!" We know it was nah. closer than it was. It was like, it was close as close as the score said because like Buffalo had multiple opportunities to kind of put that game away, and they continued to like sputter in like the red zone. They sputtered with like bullshit, like just bullshit play calling. I I, I don't know what it is. Like they like uh, I don't know. Get, I feel like they get way too cute with it, um, very often. Um. And like, I mean, they uh, just for bring instance, in the, the worst running back ever when they get, like, inside the 10. Yeah, like, like when James Cook didn't Murray. get the goal line carries and it was Latavius and he got stuffed on the one, wasn't it? And now fucking um, Leonard Fournette off his couch is going to come in and do that. Yeah, like, and he's going to somehow get a touchdown a game. He's going to be like fucking we'll LeGarrette on that Eagles team, dude. I think he's cooked. He, he was cooked last year. I don't think he's going to be any sort of impact, but it's but worth yeah, stashing. Like Josh but... continues to turn over the ball. And it's just like, I don't know. They, they're still kind of average to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk more Bills when we get to my team. But, yeah, I think the Bengals are going to whoop them um, just like yeah, they did so in the I. playoffs. So I think that means good things for Jamar Chase. And, yeah, I mean, they've just been, like, the Bills' defense hasn't been good at all. Like, since they've lost Trey White and Milano, like, they're definitely mortal and the Bengals are catching him at a perfect time when they're kind of ascending. And How the good Bills is uh, Rasul Douglas? Uh, I mean, he's a That's name. That's the guy they just traded for. Yeah, no, I know who he is, but I don't know if he's going to be a huge impact with three days yeah, of practice. Yeah, if he even plays this week, yeah. But I know he's pretty decent for the Packers for a little bit, but yeah, you know, I, mean, he's I don't know like how a... much it really is going to help them. Yeah, he's not the primary secondary secondary guy there, so it's like they just needed okay. bodies. I'm surprised they didn't go after Adori, honestly. Like I feel like that yeah, would no, be a fit there. Nobody but did. Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think Jamar Chase is a smash. DK against Baltimore, not the easiest matchup, and DK been struggling a bit lately. Am I making that up in my head? No, no you're I mean, right. He's he been pretty been pedestrian all year. Week. Yeah. 
Um, he hasn't really had a huge return. It's pretty much been the entire passing game for the Seahawks isn't what it was last year, though. Like, Geno's definitely not as good as he was last year. And, you know, JSN has had, like, a big game, and Tyler Lockett's had a few big games. But they haven't been consistent uh, across the board there. Um, and they are running the ball a ton and playing a lot better defense, which is, like, how Pete Carroll formula. wants to win, yeah. you know? Like, that's actually how he wants to play football because that's just fucking Pete Carroll. Um, but, yeah, not a good matchup, and he hasn't really lit it up so far. So I'm not very excited about DK. And then Dotson, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I thought the Commanders were, like, the worst team in the league when we played them, and then they play Philly tough for whatever reason, and then he had a huge game last week. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, maybe he does all right against the Patriots, but... Yeah, the Patriots aren't scary against wide receivers. They let up kind of, I think they're bottom... Yeah, they're 21st in the NFL, so, like, they're not scary matchup, but I'm I have... I would I would hope that Bill Belichick and coach circles around Ron Rivera. Um, Who's like like if Dable uh, can beat him, and Wink yeah. can beat him, like he should be able to to decimate him. I'm not if I'm Curtis, I'm not very confident in Dotson because that's literally the one week all year where he finally showed up to be the guy that he was kind of projected to be. Or you know, last year he got a lot of hype as a rookie, and then this year coming into it, they thought he was going to have a better year. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, I give the slight edge to Curtis on the receivers just because Jamar Chase could go nuclear, Mm -hmm. but I really don't love his second and third option this week. And then tight ends, Hawkinson against Atlanta for Kurt, and then Corey's got Goddard against Dallas. I mean, obviously edge to Hawkinson, who, I mean, let's check the stats. Finally had a second two good weeks in a row <laughs> i think he's got he's got three three very good weeks and then consistently on the year good yeah, he's all right okay and then do you think he's better than dallas goddard or they're both just yeah all right? dallas goddard is is mids he's he's gonna he like he'll like have like a big week one week and then uh hurts is like oh yeah i, I have aj brown and devonta smith to throw the ball too sorry dallas <laughs> yeah and he got knocked out by that giants podcaster people forget oh uh, my god yeah you're right i forgot about that uh, everyone uh shit cleaned pop, pop on youtube real quick he got sucker punch but still he's like six, six nah, shit 250 on. <laughs> got, got shit on, pussy. but um but yeah you want me to pick so you can uh fade or we could do count yeah, of three I'm going to go with Corey. I already picked Curtis. All right. Yeah, I just like the quarterback. You kind of scared me with that Will Levis deck. I mean, I literally did just see the highlights. And when you said he was a disaster besides that, I was like, all right, let me walk that back a bit. Yeah, because when Tom said that to me, that's when I looked at it too. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't like, even know what the stat it, means, but I was like, oh, that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get over to the aforementioned Husser and Troy. Uh, Troy fighting for his playoff life, potentially. Two and six. Wheels have really fallen off. I mean, him. I think they're both fighting for their playoff life here. Yeah, and Husser three and five as well. He put up like a 160 on me, and I just assumed he was good. But yeah. Um, he just doesn't know who to start. Yeah, he's just really fucking dumb. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Last week he had like 60 points left on his bench between Gabe Davis and like Brandon Cooks. <laughs> so try to speak really slowly and clearly for him. Yeah. And then maybe he can uh, follow along. But uh, <laughs> we'll start with Troy. He's got a banged up Stafford against Green Bay, and he does not have another quarterback on the. Oh, he's got Deshaun Watson, who I think was practicing. Yeah, he is practicing this week, but even if he's practicing, do you really want to play him? I mean, both of these options aren't great. Stafford like fucked uh, up his Stafford. hand. <laughs> yeah, he's got a he's got like a UCL injury in his thumb. That two point conversion was sick, though. I like the reach out. They ran like the Philly yeah. special, but the the pass sucked. It was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, doesn't excite me either way. I mean, Deshaun's been bad all year, and he's like rushing back from an injury. Granted, Arizona is a nice soft landing spot, but eh. I yeah, I'm not excited about any of the quarterbacks in this matchup. One because Tom doesn't even have I was gonna a say, quarterback. Tom doesn't week. have one. Purdy's on by. I don't think Fields is playing. I'll he's going to scoop up Danny Dimes off the. Yeah, Tom's going to have to play either Baker Mayfield, um, mm. Geno Smith. Let's see what other studs we got out there this week. We got Kenny Pickett, uh, Bryce Young, Zach Wilson, and Jordan Love. So, yeah, uh, good luck choosing between. He all probably should have grabbed Levis. <laughs> he got yeah. dissuaded by the stab, but no, I feel like he wouldn't have grabbed Levis no matter what after he sent me that's that. So, if I'm gonna pick Tom's quarterback this week, probably gonna go with. Ugh. Daniel Jones, maybe, <laughs> or Honest Baker to God, I saw I saw um, Josh Allen didn't practice today. Daniel Jones is my backup plan. I'd say, <laughs> honest to God. Yeah, the, this is going to be a terrible quarter. I don't even want to talk about these quarterbacks anymore. I don't know if you have anything else to add. No, I mean, well, Husser doesn't have one. <laughs> Troy's got two yeah. injured guys, so yeah. <laughs> not, not a ton of insight here. Now you know why this is a loser leaves town game. <laughs> yeah, now the records are making a little more sense. Yeah, the rare moron off. <laughs> and then um, Troy running back, he's got Saquon and Swift, who, I mean, haven't been terrible for him. It's the receivers nope. that have just really tanked him. I mean, Saquon obviously has been hurt, but, I mean, since he's come back, he's been pretty consistent. He's been consistent. Like, I would love to have like if Saquon didn't miss those weeks he'd be an RB1 on the season 100%. he's averaging he's averaging 17 points a week like that's I saw some crazy stat today and we'll get to it when we talk about Muller's team actually but yeah I mean 17 to 15 points a week from your running back is better than 99% of this league this year and I mean so, I, yeah I know he's got he got all the touches last week but and it didn't really lead to the volume or not the volume the uh the high scoring per se but it's like he will do more with less with daniel jones at quarterback like yeah. catching dump offs not facing like literally 11 person <laughs> stack exactly. that was like one of my favorite favorite saquon games i'll say it was like he was just yeah. juking four guys to get like a negative one yard loss yeah. on plays <laughs> like it's pretty pretty funny to watch i felt so bad for him i was just like why does he want to still play for our team? Like, <laughs> like we could trade you to the Ravens and you could go try to win. He just loves fucking losing with the Giants. Yeah. It makes no sense. But <laughs> good for him. And then when they when they showed Tiki Barber's uh, number retired, I was just triggered. I was like, he would have fucking retired two years ago. Yeah. Piece Fuck of shit. Tiki. 
Um, so yeah, Saquon against the Raiders, I think should be good. They, I mean, we'll get to it in Giants talk, but it's like, I think we kind of win this game as pathetic and sad as we are. It's like the Raiders are just, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. I don't think it's getting Same ahead. Of, I don't think I'm not saying we're great, but, um, so yeah, I, I think the offense will really hum this week. We might score 20 points this week. That, that'll yeah. be my, me sticking my neck out. We and might then, break seventeen. <laughs> I'm serious. Big week. Yeah. And then Swift huge. against Dallas. They didn't get uh the nine hundred players they projected themselves to get. I was I heard Derrick Henry was on his way, Pat Sertain, like so they they didn't add anyone else in the backfield. I think they hate Kenny Gainwell, so it's kind of Swift's backfield. And I think they'll have to con- kinda consistently score as well as lean on the run, um, with Dallas's pass rush. I think that's a perfectly good RBT start. Anything to add? Uh, yeah, I I think that he's gonna have a tough time. They are fifth in uh, yards against from running backs and only let up four rushing touchdowns on the year. Um, I think he's gonna have a tough game. Uh, he's probably good enough just because he's gonna get probably 18, 19 touches, where he'll probably stay around like 12, 12 to fifteen points, but. I mean, I'm not expecting like a big week from him. It'll, Swift it'll, just it'll can't just get like... to the 20s without the touchdowns because they just yeah. get a hurts. Like it's yeah, it's such it's a kind of the reality move. of the Eagles running back. At least yeah, so he's fine. Like yeah. I would love to have him on my team this week. If mm-hmm. if I had him as a running back, it would be great. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a, it's a decent duo though. It's like Swift has a pretty decent floor, and then Saquon is kind of the same thing, just five points higher. And then it's like if they score some touchdowns, then you obviously have a nice week. But yeah, yeah. Husser's side, I mean, it seems he was humming, and then Jonathan Taylor came back, and you really thought Husser was going to take the next step. And and Jonathan Taylor was having a great week last week in the first half, and then they just, I think he had one total carry in the second half. But like no they injury like designation went away from him. Yeah, I don't. I, no, yeah, they like weird. just kind of like had him on a strict snap count and like went away from him for no reason. I was so happy because I was like, wow, Jonathan Taylor is going to ruin my week. Like he's going off already. Like he was averaging nine yards a carry, I think. Yeah, eight eight yards a carry he was averaging in the game, and he, and he didn't get more than twelve carries. Whatever, <laughs> not our problem. But I mean, yeah, he looks healthy and good. So in theory, this is a good running back against Carolina, who just got their first one of the year. I don't know how their rush defense is specifically. Oh, they're but, terrible. They're yeah. terrible. They're they're thirty first in the league. The only team worse than the is the Broncos. So, they let I mean, up near nine hundred yards and eleven touchdowns on the ground. So this should be a no brainer. And then I mean, yeah, Pacheco's they should have a huge too. week. Yeah, and and Miami also, in terms of points against their thirteenth, but you know they've let up six rushing touchdowns on the year, so there's a path there for Pacheco for sure. So I mean, all those nice things we said about Troy's guys, it's like Husser's guys should still be better, but it's just Taylor's just been. They kind also of, just have a much higher ceiling than Troy's. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Mm, yeah and then let's get into the receivers Troy so he's got Ridley on by so I assume Adams and Cooper are 100% starting the third guy I have no idea I I was he added Odell Beckham so maybe that is in consideration but 
He's That's hurt. Pretty not sure. Good. He could go Tyler Boyd, or you go like Miles. Yeah, I mean he's not going to go these running backs in the flex either. So I don't know. I, I think Tyler Boyd is my best guess. But I, I mean, let's just talk Devonte and Cooper. I mean Devonte, very well publicized. Uh, he voiced his displeasure with the team, and I mean I don't think the Giants or defense is necessarily a soft landing spot for Aiden O'Connell and him to really hit their stride. Um, yeah, the only thing I would say is that the last time he did play, he did pepper the, him with targets. Was yeah, he had thirteen targets, eight catches for seventy-five yards, and he should have had that one touch. I always go back to his, but but I remember he he ran like uh, I think it was like an out in the end zone. He like it touched his fingertips and he I just think dropped. That, I like think it that was a, a different week. That he Aiden O'Connell, sure? Aiden O'Connell was the Chargers game. Yeah, and then he uh, oh maybe it was that Aiden O'Connell threw an interception when he yeah. was targeting Devonte Adams in the end zone. Then yeah. that's I think that's yeah. It. He had the drop I think the week prior against the Bears, but go ahead. I think he's just going to get peppered with targets again, and him and him and Josh Jacobs will probably have a good week against us. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're going to get into the end zone, though. So then it's like a, still one of those times where, like, you're really hoping he finds his way in the end zone, but I don't, you know, I would actually bet against him having a huge game on us and, like, maybe just have, if he gets you 15 points, you're probably happy. I think that's what he's gonna, done the last few weeks. I think it's going to be similar to what uh, Garrett Wilson did to us. I mean, Garrett Wilson got yeah. the better of Banks, I'd say, like 80% of the time. Um, and some of the other times he was just interfering with him. Um, yeah. And, I mean, similar type of just polished route running receiver who they have size advantage on. But it's like, I, I don't know, A- AOC, I feel like, He's not necessarily like a touch passer. He's just kind of, I'll throw it to the guy one-on-one, which I mean might oh, might yeah. work for a guy like De- Devontae who just kind of needs it in the vicinity and not 20 yards out of bounds. I think, yeah, I, I think like the 15 to 17 is pr- pretty realistic, but just in general, like this pick, it's just kind of tanked Troy's season, and it's definitely a shame. And it looked like, great the first few weeks. Yeah, I mean, Devontae... Devante is still very good, but the Raiders are just so dysfunctional. Dude, it he just should went... have had two. He should have had one like ninety-yard touchdown, and one like sixty-yarder, and one sixty-yarder, yeah. and he just, like Jimmy G just fucking. That's a throw that Will Levis could make. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Him and Crosby gotta be are gonna be out of there three times the in a row. <laughs> they they have to. Real, real quick diversion. Uh, did you read the ESPN thing today that just shows the timeline of McDaniel's and the GM's, like everything they did in the year and a half? Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Oh uh, no, no, I didn't. Re- All I read was that they literally fired them Monday or Tuesday before the deadline. So like they were literally getting calls to like trade players and shit. And nobody was answering because they didn't have a GM or a coach. On, uh, over the summer. But yeah, like the dysfunction is crazy. Like they basically did like they if you remember before they came with Gruden, with Gruden and they had the Basaccia guy they played the Bengals in the playoffs and then like they kind of had a chance late in the game and i think uh Carr threw like a dumb pick so they were like that 9 and 8 playoff team that's go oh, we're really close we almost beat like the AFC champs da 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 and then that's when they traded their first and second for Devonte like so they just had no draft picks and then yeah. like sat down Carr they botched that whole thing and got no comp for him. Like it, it, it's a good read. I'm not gonna 
verbally <laughs> tell you everything. Is but, it um, uh, Josh McDaniels' bad decisions lead the Raiders yeah, firing? Yeah, it's a good. Okay, I'll it's read pretty, that. I'll read pretty it. extensive, but good. Um, Bill Barnwell, ESPN staff writer, shout out. Yeah, no, it's nice. Um, but yeah, he'll be, he'll be on a new team. There's no way he wants to. <laughs> So yeah, so that's the other thing you got. You got to watch for him not trying. I'd say down the yeah. stretch here, which is very possible. Uh, yeah. but. And then Amari Cooper. We don't know who's going to be quarterback. Um, He's been okay with uh, PJ Walker. He was way worse with DTR. Yeah, um, DTR's tough. <laughs> he's not ready. I mean, he's he's wide receiver forty two on the year, which is a little shocking to me. Um, because I feel like he's only really had two. Yeah, he's only had really two bad. If you exclude the DTR game, you, he's really only had two bad games on the year. So Which, I mean, there's only I been, think he he's Arizona. only had seven games. So yeah, it's tough. He's been good though, like as an actual. Yeah, NFL he's receiver. a he's a fine um, flex, and I mean, if Ridley and Adams worked out, it's like Troy's plan. Like he, you see what he was working with but you also just see how yeah the qb was a big big fuck you to him as well because qb and ridley yeah, it's just and adam very like... unlucky for him this year uh he's dealing with he's the worst thing about it is he's dealing with not necessarily injuries outside the quarterback position he's more so dealing with just like under like guys you can't bench you know correct and they're just continuously letting him down yeah so, let's get over to, use to those waiver bucks. Yeah, let's get over to Husser's receivers. Tyreek against Kansas City. I mean, nothing really to say about Tyreek. He's just still incredible. Huge game. He's I'm, on. Yeah, he, he might get two thousand yards <laughs> in Germany. By say. the way, yeah, in Germany, that's a it's a huge game. Um, definitely gonna wake up and be very excited for yeah, that this, one. This is gonna be the only. Actually, no, I woke up for the Ravens game. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be the one of the only games across the pond I actually want to get up for. Yeah, I mean, I, I always have it on, and I'm up early regardless. But, yeah, no, this one I'll be watching intently. Um, so exciting there. Olave as wide receiver two, and then Kenneth Walker at three as of right now. Um, he can tinker. I mean, Brandon Cooks is performing now. I don't know if you're going with him against Philly. And then Gabe Davis Gabe against Davis Cincy. Been pretty good. Yeah, Gabe he's Davis. missed the landmine weeks. He has missed them. Yeah, but he also didn't play him last week when he had the big yeah. game. So yeah, it's hard. He had twelve targets last week. He never had more than eight. Any other one? So. Yeah, even like Khalil, Khalil Shakir or whatever had a bunch of targets last yeah. week. Yeah, like third option. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck. I, I, I would avoid the Bills, I'd say. Like I said, I think since he kind of sneaks him. Um, and, I mean, Kenneth Walker is a good a good flex option. Do you um, see, though, they, like, weren't using him last week. They went a little – they had some sips of Charbonnet. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I I think that was more of an anomaly. I mean, anomaly. you him because he's good. Well, he was dealing with an injury, so maybe that was, he was just on a snap count. In Cleveland, too. It's just not the easiest. I mean, not the yeah. Baltimore's soft either, but... But there, I'd much rather be playing the Baltimore, you know, run defense mm-hmm. than the, the Browns defense in general. So, I don't know. Something to be aware of. Baltimore has only let up two touchdowns rushing this year, so maybe... It's not that good. There, that's 
it's not going to be a huge week for Kenneth Walker again. Uh, but I don't think that kills you, considering the two running backs he's starting, and kind of Tyree Kill, who's on a record pace, and then Olave, who's been a kind of been mids. disappointing. Yeah. Um, just because Derek Carr is fucking mids, mm-hmm. um, and the Saint, I just hate watching the Saints. They're the most boring team to watch. I they're feel a like. tough watch. <laughs> yeah, and we watch every um, but Giants it's a game, and they're, they're good, a tough. Good watch. matchup against Chicago, who just got Montez Sweat. So, I'm sure he'll do a lot in the seven games that they have him for the rest of his career. <laughs> you, you will you just cackle if he leaves? If he leaves, it'll be the funniest shit in the fucking world. It'll be so funny. And so expected. Yeah, I was gonna say it can't be that funny because I am just expecting it at this point. Like it's just funny. And the 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 rationale, the backflips of just (laughs) oh, we get to negotiate with him now. It's like okay, like we're gonna we'll give you 120 million dollars to please stay. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he can ask for whatever he wants because it's just like he can just be like. Well, you He's have to pay, you have to pay me, otherwise you look so dumb for giving up the second yeah. rounder, which could be like the thirty fifth pick, like or something just, crazy high. It's like the big difference between the Niners and them is that the Niners safeguarded themselves from that situation by only being willing to give up a third, because if Chase Young walks, like they're probably going to get a third back in compensation for uh, his free agent contract he signs. Whereas like Montez Sweat, like you're not going to get a second round comp for him walking like the highest you can get is a third rounder yeah so like at minimum you rented a guy in a losing season to get a pick 64 picks later and potentially like accidentally win two or three games to not get the quarterback you want to it's it's whatever (laughs) i mean we we can't talk because it's like we're pretty dysfunctional as well but it's like at least we're not doing dumb shit like that like yeah Real teams can just sign players. You don't have to give up picks to talk to them. Like it's just yeah. like simp behavior. Especially when you have the most cap space in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, you got money. He'll pick up the phone, but whatever. Yeah. Not my problem. Um, Needless to say, that makes me feel great about Chris Olave this week. <laughs> yeah. And then Komet and Schultz. Komet was kind of good last week. I, yeah, I hate talking tight ends. I just yeah. Hate it. Just he like was he literally was just the only person that Beijing could complete a throw to basically oh yeah um, is, is it still it's it still is more Beijing. yeah it's right? still tyson tyson yeah. Beijing again this week so against a, fun, a better fun. defense so don schultz is just mids he, he's like the definition of mids yeah who you got and, and the texans have slowed down a lot the last few weeks yeah they kind of had a buy and lost some steam i feel yeah mm-hmm um, yeah, I have, give me Troy, give me Troy for the upset. He needs, he needs this. And I, I, I fully expect Tom to pick the incorrect quarterback again this week. Yeah. I don't like Huster not having a quarterback, but I don't, I don't like Troy's guys much more than the waiver dudes. <laughs> Troy might end up also having to waiver wire quarterback. That's the so. thing. Whoever gets Daniel Jones first is going to win this week. Yeah, I'll do Husser. Um, I just like Tyreek more than Devonta. I think, is kind of yeah. in the running backs. Um, but yeah, give me Husser. Next up, let's do Proc versus Muller. Um, 
Shout out Muller. He's been setting his lineup for us, making it nice and easy. Although this is definitely last week's yep. lineup. So. Good job, Muller. <laughs> Doing the bare minimum. Appreciate it. Uh, Muller's got two against Kansas City in that 930 Germany game. You heard about Adolf in Germany again? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. I, yeah, that was hilarious. I saw that when Steve sent it earlier. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> Burrow against Buffalo. Prox got his quarterback. Burrow is playing very well again. We've kind of talked about the Cincy Buff game, and I mean, we've talked about the, the. It's just like the four four AFC juggernauts kind of in two games is fun. You can kind of see who is the favorites in the. I wouldn't say Buffalo this. is a juggernaut. Yeah, no, anymore. I I was because I was gonna say it, and then I, the I kind of caught myself have... mid sentence. But yeah, the Ravens have really taken that position from them basically yeah i mean if buffalo wins then then they're back in the conversation but yeah you're Ravens right it's best team in the nfl no big deal called it so oh, um that is so right. early that is you're so saying. early <laughs> um but yeah you're saying joe burton is gonna be great against buffalo right he will I think we both expect that he yeah. just shows up in these big games and that's why i love watching joe burrow and hate that he's troy's quarterback that's all right. I mean, I, I'd rather Troy win the Super Bowl than like the Eagles and shits. <laughs> like, Troy really has care. been a very friendly Bengals fan the last few years to the Giants, so I'll give him that. Because yeah, we he, actually like could have he could have just been a huge turd, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's waited his whole life to he be could've. good. <laughs> but we root for Joe Burrow, so I think he's like, all right, I'll give him a break. Yeah, um, but to a tougher matchup and. Yeah, I just kind of lean Burrow just because. He just always shows up in these big games. Tua's like oddly he's clutch. turned the ball over a ton. Um, he wins a ton of games, but he like has these stupid turnovers. that Left-handed like... interceptions just look so bad. Yeah. That's why and I'm afraid of like, Penix as well. He's he's still having a great year, Tua, but like, you know, against better teams like Buffalo and Philly and... I wouldn't call them a better team, but like a better defense in New England. You know, he's kind of had down weeks those weeks, so maybe just reserve your kind of expectations for Tua this week, considering he's playing a tough defense in the Chiefs and they're in Germany. Um, so yeah, I mean, I still lean Burrow, but um, I I'm not terribly out on Tua. I just I don't expect him to have a big week at all. And then running backs. Tony Pollard, Kamara, and then Muller also has Eckler in the flex. Eckler, I mean, you can have your your tap dancing routine where he averages a uh, one point nine, I think, per carry, and then got like seven ca- seven catches and a touchdown to salvage. Yeah, the I mean, that's who he is. I, I he's a he's a good athlete. He is not a good running back. And the Jets front not fun either, as we kind of saw. Um, yeah. Um, it's not going to be an easy week for Eckler. But then again, I mean, it's literally a Keenan Allen and Eckler offense there. Um, so he should have enough in the passing game to kind of get his. Um, Kamara kind of been absolutely electric for you. It's crazy that Muller's 500 with yeah. these running back. I kind of want Muller out of the playoffs. Like, I'm, I'm down for all these guys to not be in, you know? Yeah, he he's uh, been electric, Camara, but 
against the Pollard Bears. is now starting to kill him. Is is the issue? Is Pollard's been yeah. like his num his second round pick has actually been the worst running back for him, probably on the year. The thing is, he doesn't have the receivers to like he can just run with Eckler and Kamara as yeah. RB one too and be fine. But I mean, we'll get to his receivers in a second. But they stink. Like, and he's got some bye weeks that oh he's got got. Uh, never mind. Yeah, he's got and he's Rico Ryan Dowdle. Robinson Jr., who... You want to hear something crazy? Yeah, why isn't he trading a running back? I feel like we have this I've, conversation every week. I've already reached out to him, but like it's it's just not worth it. Because running backs, dude, you're, you were really right on this early, where running backs are just like not it in fantasy this year. Brian Robinson Jr. is the RB13 on the year, and he's averaging 12 points a week, Billy. Yeah, I mean, it's great if you have McCaffrey, but other than that, they're like the variance just is. I was not I large. saw something today where um, let me pull it up, but the the basics was that the gap between McCaffrey and the RB five, which is I think, uh, it, let me see, I I, I actually saved this post because I thought it was shocking. Who's five? Like Derrick um, Henry or something? So listen to this. Um, the difference between McCaffrey and RB5, which is uh, DeAndre Swift, is 80 points on the year. The difference between DeAndre Swift, the RB5, and the RB53, Roshan Johnson, is also 80 points. There so you it's go. like, that's an insane thing to think about. It's like, if you don't have a top five running back, you might as well not have a fucking running back. Like, you, you can be playing the waiver every week and hope exactly. to get a touchdown, basically, which is insane. And the reason why I even brought this up is because Brian Robinson, who's RB13 on the year, is lower than Devon Achain, who hasn't played in three weeks, which is insane. Yeah. Like, that's how bad running backs are. Like, it, it's it's insane to me. Like, they're almost becoming useless. So, like, me, like, for instance, if you're trying to get one of these running backs, like, you're not willing to give up a good a big wide receiver because I mean, you're Muller like needs why a would body. i do that muller he's starting tank dell who yeah he started off hot but he's kind of he's just a what a shifty slot guy who had a few good weeks you know like i think he's good overall but i mean he just didn't have a good game and then game t against... higgins has been a utter disappointment yeah, like t higgins tanked this team i'd say like, he, he hit the running back better, so hard but... And then he drafted Kyle Pitts instead of getting a receiver too. Like, yeah, it's Debo has killed him. Like, Debo's like for the last two years has been a complete bust for the most yeah, part for his GD ADP. Too. Like, he, but that's who Debo is. Like, he's always hurt, and then Judy is always fucking a disappointment. Who didn't get traded again? You know. So yeah, these receivers are ugly. Um, we basically went through all. of Muller's team. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah. he's gonna he love this segment. <laughs> but yeah, um, the running backs are good. We'll see how Pollard does against Philly. I, th I think to put a bow on that segment, I, I think that's the the key here for Tom. I don't think he's gonna have a good week. I I, I almost think I was actually trying to get Rico Daddle because I think they might start going away from Pollard as like their kind of three down back, you know, or or two down back. I think they might start putting him in kind of like more and only passing down situations and shit yeah i got like caught mumbling like about Dowdle, but yeah it's it's telling that muller scooped him up but also like 
you need receivers. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah. Waller, you got to do something to to get a guy in here. But I offered him Zay for Brian Robinson, and I'm really glad I didn't end up going through with that trade. I mean, I think that's good for both of you potentially. I, I don't know who you're starting running. Back, right. Well, but... no, after after what's happened with running backs, like I'm just like, all right, well, fuck it, I'll just wait till A Chain comes back. Like I'm still winning with yeah. my dog shit running backs. Like why would I? Like maybe I'll just wait it out and let my receivers continue to kind of get better throughout the year. So over to Proc, he's got McCaffrey on a buy, so a vulnerable Proc here. Derrick Henry did not get moved. He's playing. And then Royce Freeman. Brock got his boy back, which is fun. And Derrick um, Henry's been great, so I, I love Derrick Henry. But yeah, he goes, he goes to the Bronco well. He always he does this himself. shit. He can't, he help, can't himself. help himself. He's like, I need as many fucking Broncos or former Broncos on my team as him and Travis, dude. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I think Darrell Henderson got way more burn than Freeman. At least Henderson was more involved in the passing game. Henderson's I think he had a little more bit carries. more involved, but they're they're both kind of mids. Like yeah. they're they're both kind of splitting carries um, until Kyron gets back, basically. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of is what it is with McCaffrey on by. Like, I'm not gonna murder Proc. The, the only thing is, do you get Charbonnet in instead of um, what's his name? Uh, Royce Freeman, or uh, that might be getting a little too cute with it. Yeah, he only had five carries. I get, yeah, he only had seven touches. So like, you're really playing with fire. I I thought he was more involved than he was, but yeah, I I think you stick with uh, Royce, especially considering the Bronc or the the Packers are so bad against the run this year. They're bottom five in the NFL um, against running backs. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't hate the Royce play. Um, maybe if you see that Kenneth Walker is kind of not practicing or something this week, then you put him in, kind of assuming the same snap count. And then Derrick Henry should be kind of a smash play still. I mean, he's still a fucking Don. And, and it looks like with Levis, they're actually throwing the ball downfield. So I, I like both these running backs, to be honest with you. And then the receivers, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Hollywood Brown. Um how did Deontay Johnson do last week? Yeah, I mean he's been good since he's come back, and you he's figure he pretty much be... except for when he got hurt. You know? Yeah, he should be fine against this Tennessee secondary that is probably close to phoning it in. I assume. Yeah, yeah, they just they traded their best corner. Only away, thing right? is, it's like for safety. Pickett is hurt-ish and was bad before, and like Mitch was not an improvement from what I saw, so that's a little sucky. My understanding is that Pickett is 100% playing, though, this mm-hmm. week. Um, so if, yeah, if Deontay like Johnson is getting 14... soft move. Yeah, if Deontay Johnson's getting 14 targets against the Tennessee passing defense, then yeah, I like Deontay Johnson um, this week. Keenan Allen is maybe the one to be concerned about because he's going against a much better defense than the Jets. And he slowed down a little bit considering yes. his hot start. I mean, yeah, he's also kind of being carried by three insane weeks uh, or two insane weeks and then one pretty good week. So he's uh, I don't love him against the Jets. Um, definitely don't expect him to have kind of his crazy ceiling this week. So I still just like these guys better than Muller's guys like Higgins. Yeah, I mean, it's Dell. hard not to. Yeah. I mean, 
you get guaranteed you're getting a guaranteed probably 30 targets with Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson and and on the other end like you're you're lucky to maybe get 15. I mean, is this the T is healthy and like we're saying the Bengals are back. It's like he can potentially turn into a good but player been again back for 4 weeks now and he has yeah. not been playing or he hasn't getting tar- he's not it's getting just targeted weird. so I think he, yeah. he there's a world where he has a good second half here though and kind of turns it on for Mueller. Like I'm not out unless out on he's him, hurt. But like, I just unless he's actually hurt. Yeah. And then Hollywood um I mean, if Kyler comes back, that could be cool. And I mean, Hollywood's been I'd what you need him to be. I'd probably be playing Hollywood over Christian Watson, anyways. I'm surprised he's yeah, still Watson's... playing Christian Watson. Oh, I see Hollywood in the flex. Do I need to refresh? Oh, uh, maybe I have to refresh then. Next, no, I mean, no, I have I have Christian Watson in there. But regardless, okay. yeah, I would play Hollywood. So I hope he's playing Hollywood. I saw a funny uh, Reddit post where it's like some Packers fan was just like, the Vikings really let us trade up for, and they just like listed all these like traits. It's like Jerry Rice's route running, like the frame of Megatron, like the hands of, and it was just a Christian Watson post. And it's like, give me a fucking break, you idiots. Oh like, my God. <laughs> they're just dumb dumbs. So yeah. And then um, tight end, kind of significant. Proc has a. Uh, What's his name? Um, Laporte on the bye. So I think he's tight end one still. No, he's three. Never mind. Um, so yeah, he's got Gerald Everett instead and then Stinky Kyle Pitts. Uh, I don't really care. Yeah, well, <laughs> Gerald Everett's probably going to outscore Kyle Pitts. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so Prox still yeah. wins um, with his backup. So there. shocking that Muller continues to get burned by the Kyle Pitts pick. <laughs> yeah. The tight ends and receiver are really fucking because like where you draft Kyle Pitts, you could have gotten a better like a you much better gotten, receiver. Like Keenan Allen, <laughs> like I assume it's was in the same ballpark. Uh, he had no, he was definitely like the sixth or seventh tight end off the board this year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, who are you? Or is it my turn to pick? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Proc. I just like the quarterback and the receivers better uh royce yeah, freeman kind of stinky Brock. but it's like royce freeman can match pollard if he doesn't do shit against the eagles you know i'm honestly shocked that muller is projected more than him but that's kind of why i can't go off the projections I- i'm yeah, also taking kind of jack wagony yeah Let's head over to Wells versus Rat, two four and four teams. I completely forgot to do the record thing beforehand. Um, so sorry, Lansing. <laughs> I know you like to follow along on the standings. But um, yeah, let's get into it. Wells seems like he's riding with Howell until the wheels fall off. Huge game last week. I, I, I couldn't believe he started him again. And then he, got, he outscored Josh Allen and really put a, a scare into me. And then Jay Howell has been really good all year as a quarterback. See, it's like I, I saw the stats were good, and then the only game I watched him start to finish was the Giants game, and I was like, this guy sucks. And yeah, then and then every other time I see him on red zone, just throwing fucking like drops in the bucket. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the maybe the Giants is. defense just too good. Honestly, uh, that's probably it. That's probably it. Except yeah. for when they play prevent defense with twenty four seconds to go and uh, <laughs> jump off sides. But um, besides and the point, I, and I say that they won the game already. So yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna exclude that. <laughs> I didn't want to get flamed too hard. 
But um, no, it's okay. But yeah, and then Jalen Hurts against Dallas. Hurts, I, I know there was the theory that he was banged up for a bit. Like he still another stupid turnover last week. But I mean, he's thrown the ball really well. He actually got Devonte Smith involved as well as AJ Brown, who's just gotten nuclear the past couple weeks. I I think they're gonna beat Dallas. Honestly, I know I know you said the opposite, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Eagles are kind of hitting their stride. They have a tough stretch coming up where it's like I think they will drop a couple games. But I don't know. Like I am not gonna I'm not gonna go Eagles hate when it's Dallas. Like I, I hate them too. It's just I don't have friends that like that team. And then Howell against New England, I don't know. I, I, I can't get Howell right, so I'll I'll defer to you. Yeah, um I think against New England is kind of it's a tough matchup, but like, I don't know. He's he's been playing so well, like for fantasy at least, and like he's gonna get a ton of opportunities. And New England's defense is fucking mids now with the, all the injuries they've had during the year. So yeah, I I think he's probably a fine play. Um, I don't think he's gonna match Jalen Hurts because he doesn't have the rushing upside. But you know, he could throw two touchdowns, and you know. To, like 250 plus yards I, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibilities uh especially considering like they can't really run the ball Washington and and they really don't run the ball that well uh so I think he's fine and then yeah Jalen Hurts against Dallas like he's gonna get his bullshit push push fucking touchdown like he's gonna get a ton of opportunities to run the ball near the goal line he's gonna get a ton of passing yards with his receiving threats um Dallas doesn't really have a secondary that scares you I mean Who's their best corner? It's it's uh, Gilmore, right? Is their best guy back there? Who's who's a guy? He's, he's pretty good. Um, but who else do they have? Malik Hooker is that their safety? The Cowboys. Their their good guy is the the slot guy. I think he's the one who has all the pick sixes. I want to say. Um, yeah, name, name I, is so escaping like, me, but yeah, no, Hooker is also I'm not afraid of their secondary. It's mainly you know they don't have to do much. The ball the ball have... comes out quick, like. <laughs> Yeah, like how, how good does Dallas Rush do against this Eagles offensive line, which is you know Lane Johnson has gotten the probably better the best of in the NFL. Micah on a few occasions. I know. Well, Micah yeah, because he falls starts every play. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, so I mean, if you can line up five yards in the backfield and fall start every play, I mean, I think you could block Micah Parsons. Oh uh, yeah, I'd, I'd shut yeah, him down clearly. <laughs> yeah, my wings. But needless to say, yeah, both these quarterbacks I think are going to have pretty good weeks. Running backs, Jacob Stevenson. I mean, well, is there a bye week or an injury? It's just these two every fucking week. Um, these are the only two he's got. Acres is usable now, right? No. No? Not with a rookie quarterback this week. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, there, there's, no re- there's no reason to change it, but, I mean, Kareem Hunt maybe? I don't know. Yeah, the only issue with Kareem Hunt is that Ford is actually back this week. Um, and he's got playoff Lenny in the in the room now. He's, he's got options. They're playing, they're playing a soft team in Arizona, though, so I don't hate Kareem Hunt um, instead of Stevenson, to be honest with you. Hey, I don't think he's, him I don't think he's set his times. lineup, so he could be considering it because he's still got Ingram there. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Jacobs. It's like you can't bench him, but I think we will do a good job on him. 
Um, he could still bust a long play. It's like we did a good job on Brees Hall, but he still had the fifty-yard touchdown. Line touchdown, like he did last week against Detroit. Like, yeah. So um, I think he's probably fine, but he's not. He doesn't have the ceiling. Um, and then Stevenson is just like, over Stevenson. I think that's kind yeah, of where I, I, I land. Th- I think I would too, because even with Ford back, like Kareem Hunt gets a lot of good looks in the red zone. And they'll run the ball like a lot on been, Arizona. He hasn't been extremely efficient on the year, but he gets red zone looks. So, like, he's he's scored a touchdown the last three weeks in a row, you know? Which yeah. sucks for me, because he shouldn't be getting the touchdowns, but whatever, fuck that idiot. <laughs> and then over to Rasp's side, Zach Moss, Gus Edwards. Edwards has had the huge game last week, pretty crazy. Uh, just broke out, and I mean, they didn't get Derrick Henry, so he lucks out there. It looks like it can continue to kind of be Gus Edwards' backfield. I was um, so angry that Lamar didn't get any of those carries. I was so annoyed. And then Zach Moss, it's still he's still getting the touches until he's not. So you got to keep playing him. He doesn't have. It seems like he's going to continue get a bunch of touches, um, just because. I don't know. It sounds like Jonathan Taylor. Maybe they're just being safe with him this year because it's kind of a lost year, where they don't want to like kind of destroy his body when they just gave him that new contract you know which is smart they're, they're playing it the yeah. right way and i mean they don't really want to win games it's either. working like they're not they're not winning games but they're competitive every single fucking week like they don't the embarrass not... themselves yeah, <laughs> like they, exactly. there's, a, there's a way Colts to lose without embarrassing game. yourself yep but i mean the main storyline here is madison finally gets the bench um and yeah, these are the two guys. Rest has been waiting to do that since week one. <laughs> yeah, these are the two he's guys been, like, that he wants to it. go. That he's gonna have to go with. And as long as Zach Moss still has a share of the backfield, like it, it's a good duo. It, it's ugly preseason if we're looking at it. It's like how the fuck is this team good? But they're guys now, you know. And Carolina's got a dog shit yeah. rushing defense, as we talked about already. With so Spencer. they should both get their own. Um, the Seahawks are also kind of bottom of kind of bottom half of the league too. So I don't know how much Leonard Williams is really going to help them with the run game. Um, he should. We'll see. But uh, I wouldn't. He's a space eater. We weren't great. Well, the last few weeks we were pretty good against the run, but I feel like we always let up a ton of yardage. Um, probably better than whoever they have there now. Um, on the interior because who got hurt what was the name of the lineman who got hurt for the seahawks he was an edge guy but yeah i don't have the name yeah um, well he plays edge technically yeah uh but yeah i i kind of maybe even like rasp's guys a little more despite the name recognition with jacobs i just like their opportunities to score much more yeah and I mean, Jacobs can absolutely shut down our throat and kill us and make us look really <laughs> yeah. dumb. But yeah, he he's, he doesn't scare you as much as he did last year. Like not even close, you know. So no, like he needed like twenty one, I think, to beat me on Monday night, and I was like pretty confident, like I was going to be good. Versus last year, that was just an auto loss. Yeah. So uh, receivers, Cooper Cup. Terry McLaurin and then Hopkins back into the lineup. Cup has been pretty disappointing. Uh, it, it looked like he was fully back in that Cardinals game and then back-to-back six-point weeks. Now a banged-up Stafford. It's like, ugh, that could just be kind of 
Team Wells is undoing. And the whole time we were hyping him up because, oh, he's getting wins and Cup is coming back. And then Cup came yeah. back and he's been worse than, like, Michael Thomas the past two weeks. So you got to keep playing fair, him. Like, yeah, you got to. Just you kinda... can't expect it to keep going. The like, I would, I would be worried though if Walford or whatever starts him uh, this week. Yeah, who was the bet? It wasn't Stetson Bennett. I thought he was in there. No, Stetson Bennett is in like rehab for alcoholism or some shit. Oh, apparently. good for him. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, it, he's coming off a two-year bender, so yeah, respect. Um, um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's John Walford. They just signed him off the practice squad of. I want to say the Buccaneers. I mean, that's ugly. Yeah. He, he was not yeah. good last year. No, so that does not make me feel... Just to basically poop on Cooper Cup a little bit more. Yeah, and then McLaurin... The Howell-McLaurin stack almost, almost killed me. So, I mean, I'm not going to shit on it. The thing is, he's kind of get... When he has his big games, he gets everyone involved. It's not like it's just the Terry show, but Terry obviously... It, is a beneficiary. He's their when, best receiver. And yeah. He's definitely having a good year this year. Yeah, he's very good. I, I hate his haircut, kind of. He's got a weird hairline. I don't know if it's, like, super receding, but, like, it, it kind of goes to his ears in a weird way, and it's just uneven, and that kind of aggravates me a bit, but he's a good receiver. Oh, my God, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's he looks like, like he's got fake hair. <laughs> it's like that... Um. This it looks like he's balding, but he like cuts it in a way so that it. But doesn't he doesn't look like cut it straight either. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. It's a really niche like meme. It's like a Disney Channel original movie about like inline skating. Um, I and, remember this movie. Yeah, it's uh, called it was, Brink. Like, the dogs or whatever. Yeah, the pup and there, like jersey the, number. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The sponsor. Um, but yeah, the kid in that has a wild hairline. <laughs> I'll post the picture uh, when people get to <laughs> Make the it part. The, uh... Make it the podcast picture for I don't this know week. if it'll be the same, the frame rate I need to fit the thumbnail, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, Terry McLaurin needs to work on that. And then D Hop, I mean, at the bare minimum, like Levis gives him shots. If, if you shit on Levis, that is what it is. But, I mean, he's not afraid to chuck it to D Hop, so I think that's a good thing. And you got to play him after the three touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Any other receivers you'd play instead in Michael Thomas? No. No. I just want to go back to D-Hop for a second because I told you, I've been literally saying it all year that D-Hop looks completely fine out there, and this is 100% a Ryan Tannehill issue. And it felt good to see, like, as soon as they changed the quarterback, like, okay, DeAndre Hopkins is still really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, So I just felt good for DeAndre Hopkins because I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I thought he was all year. Like, there was multiple times where Tannehill missed wide-open touchdowns to him, kind of. And I would say it every week, like, oh, Tannehill missed him on, like, a 60-yard touchdown or a 40-yard, like, just because I'm a sicko and I watch a lot of the Titans games. Um, what for? So, What's yeah. the reasoning there? I don't know. I just kind of like the Titans. I like the way they you play football. You kind of do like the Titans. You, you like yeah. any sort of, like, manly head coach that runs the ball. I think that's kind of your, just like, your crush. I like... You, I, I told my friend this last week, but this is how you know I was like a, a you're a true NFL sicko. So I had red zone on, and the th- guess what the th- well I don't even guess because there's so many games, but the three games I had in simulcast was uh, Carolina, Houston, uh, <laughs> Tennessee. Um, 
who the Titans play again last week? The Falcons. Yeah, so Tennessee Falcons was the other game I had on. Um, what was the third one? What was the third? It was a complete sicko. I mean, Giants Jets was on at that time as well. It was uh no, it was Jaguar Steelers. Oh, I had Jaguars Jaguar Steelers tight tight. I mean, you're just torturing yourself. Okay. <laughs> you can't just pick the good ones. It's, I don't know. It's just like those three games. I was just like, fuck. I want. I wanted to see how the Titans are going to look with Levis. Like, I wanted to see like if the Jaguars could beat the Steelers. Like a really good defense on the road. Like, and I kind of wanted to see like, hey, can Bryce Young kind of do something here against the Texans? You I mean, know, that and, game's like twelve to ten with five minutes to go. Like, <laughs> you didn't think, okay, maybe. Yeah, and then the worst else. part is that was the on the other screen. Well, I have it on the same screen, but I was switching back and forth between those si- that simulcast and the Giants Jets game. So, like, quite literally, the four worst games in the NFL that last week were on my TV at the same time. And you can't miss it. You can't be out. Yeah, and I yet. loved every second of it. <laughs> Very good, very good. Let's. <laughs> I just don't know how to. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, but, I'm um, sorry. It's just, that's how much we love football, Billy. That's why we're here, man. Um, <laughs> Rasp receivers: Devonte Smith, DJ Moore, Josh Palmer. Um, Devonte got a touchdown, which is good for him. He's kind of been second fiddle for a month now. Um, and he got all seven. All seven targets were catches too. Yeah, so that's nice the only scary that. thing because it's like how repeatable is that? Um, I'm not so sure you're going to do that against the second best passing defense in the NFL, uh, in the Cowboys. He, I mean, I mean, maybe it's more quick game stuff, but I mean, they just love the the shot play with Brown. He just beats everyone one on one, like. He's just so good at the catch point. He's gigantic. He's, yeah. he's fucking strong, has great route he's running. He's Megatron adjacent him. right now. Like, it sucks, but it's true. I hate him. Arthur yep. Juan. Um, and to think that, like, the Titans struggled to use him for years. Tanny Poo. Yep. Dog shit. And then DJ Moore, he hasn't been great with Badgent. Um, and New Orleans, a tougher defense. Not the but sexiest. But at least he's start. killing them. Like this is DJ Moore of last year, at his peak, pretty much. So, <laughs> I, I, he's not killing you. Um, I mean, if you yeah, want to really talk about, back. Oh, you said Keenan Allen with a couple good weeks. It's like if you take DJ Moore's good weeks, you're you're swallowing a lot of flex receiver. If you're that a lot of a wide receiver three two weeks. Yeah, which, so that's flex. Yeah, I, I mean. You want Justin Fields back, basically. Yeah. Even though he stinks. Doesn't really have options on the bench. J-Mo by, Christian Kirk by. So, yeah. So, that's that's the reasoning behind this receiver room this week. And then Josh Palmer against the Jets. Doesn't excite me, but I also don't know Palmer's numbers off the top of my head. That's kind of the first week last week was the week where he got killed because, I don't know, he just didn't do well against Chicago. And the Chargers, like... They just won acted the game like they won easily. the Super Bowl. Like they acted like they were winning the Super Bowl against the fucking Bears. It was embarrassing. Like I, I don't know. They were like all excited. I was just like, you guys are fucking losers. Like you think the Jets beat them? You guys are barely like you're beating Tyson Bajan. Like shut the up, you fucking idiots. I don't yeah. know. It was embarrassing. You think the Jets beat them? Yes, without a doubt. 
there's no way Brandon Staley is going to be able to fly east, have his team up and ready for like a what is it a 1 p.m. game? I'm no, assuming it's Monday night. Ooh, Monday night. Okay. Regardless, he's still going to get slaughtered. <laughs> Regardless of the entire primary point, I was yeah, making. he's going to get slaughtered uh, in prime time. It's brand like shit on Zach Wilson or whatever as much as you want. He didn't look great last week, but. He's playing well enough to win them games, and he did kind of clutch up and ice up for that comeback, even though he threw two terrible balls across the middle of the field and somehow was able to get the clock stopped twice, but regardless. Um, I wouldn't say he yeah, clutched I, up. Like, <laughs> the, the, he made the, game the throws, and then... I, I might sound like a salty bitch for losing, but it's like the game-winning pass where Adori just PI'd for no reason, like... Yeah, he could have fair caught it. <laughs> like it was a punt. Yeah. <laughs> it was such it so easily, and like they were on the edge of field goal range. I think as is, and like he was about yeah. to throw a pick. Like <laughs> it was just insane. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't love Josh Palmer this week against the Jets. Um, I think they're gonna kind of beat down the Chargers. To be honest with you, and then tight end the gap. Kelsey against what I assume to be Johnny Smith um, with Engerman by. Yeah, Ed Kelsey by a lot. Yes, I mean that that makes up a considerable amount in the receiver department. Yeah, um, agreed. And then who you picking? This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I think this is a good game. I I can't imagine that Cooper Cup is going to continue to have kind of these down weeks. Yeah. Um. I think Terry is going to have a good week, and I think Hopkins is going to have a good week because he's got a quarterback with a pulse. So give me Wells, to be honest with you. I think I'm going to go Wells as well, I think. I just like the receivers more. Kelsey... And Hurts, again, can just continue to carry. I don't... I'm not going to completely dismiss that, but... Yeah, J- just Hopkins now scares me, is the thing. Like, when I'm looking across... I mean, he, he puts up 160 points last week if he plays him. And I, I mean, it's it's all on Howell, too. Because picking Wells, you're also assuming that Howell can kind of keep pace with Hurts, which is a big if. But yeah. I'm still gonna go Wells, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rasp just not enough with the bye weeks, like no Kirk and stuff. You, you notice the difference with the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's swing over to you versus Trav. Uh, so you're up to five and three, and Trav at four and four. Trav and Trav and Rasp both the four and four teams. I think they're one and two in scoring. Um, so just. <laughs> Poor luck for the time being. Still a lot of season to go. But, yeah. Um, you got Lamar against Seattle. He's got Mahomes against Miami. Mahomes, the brutal game last week. Pretty much cost Flu Travis game. the game. Flu game that ended up with uh, closer to LeBron's, what was it, four points in the finals against the Mavericks. Good times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the LeBron flu. And I'm like, was, was it on like two of 17 shooting or some shit too? I, th- I think he didn't take a lot of shots. And I think that's when Skip Bayless just fucking ate his lunch. He's just like, he's afraid of the moment. <laughs> 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 he just fucking killed Skip him. Bayless waited his entire life for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a beast. <laughs> um, he wearing, he's wearing his Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's such a troll. He's, he's the master troll. He's the first troll to like Steve do it for, on TV for a living. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Mahomes against Miami. He's got to bounce back, right? I mean, that was just a weird anomaly game. Yeah, I mean, you got to expect it against a worse, like a a secondary. Denver doesn't have a good secondary, though. But yeah, I can't expect Mahomes to have two back-to-back weeks like that. Especially when he's been, like, even though they haven't scored a ton of points this year, like, he's been very good. Um, It's just he's also kind of in this weird spot where you draft him in, in the top of the third round, you know. And, like, Travis has been – had good luck with where his, the rest of his draft, you know, and he hasn't felt it as much. But, you know, outside of, like, two weeks, like, he's pretty much scoring around, like, kind of the QB flex, like, where you're kind of looking for a QB on the waiver wire or just, like, starting a Dak Prescott. So he hasn't given you the return you wanted. Um, but I, I'd fully expect him to have 20, you know, plus points again this week against Miami. Their, their secondary doesn't scare me. And Lamar, probably a better defense than Seattle. Their secondary plays well. They turn the ball over. They can rush the passer as well. Good backers. I mean, they're, they're a complete defensive unit. Um, are you a little afraid of the matchup? Obviously, you're playing him like you got stacks up the ass. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really that afraid because Lamar always shows up for these big games all year, you know, where he's playing against good teams. It's besides that Pittsburgh kind of fluky game. Um, he's been great all year against really good teams in Cleveland, in Cincinnati, uh, in Tennessee, um, in Detroit and Arizona last week. Like he didn't really need to throw the ball. A ton because yeah, you almost want him against Edwards the good teams. Looking at it, yeah, like and like Seattle like is also bottom ten against quarterbacks running the ball. Uh, so they do let up a ton of rushing yards to the quarterback. So I think he should be fine this week. Fair enough. And then Trav's running backs. He's got Damian Pierce and Mostert. Does he have guys coming back off the bye? Oh, ETN's he's got guys on, on the, the bye. bye. Ooh, he's got Kyron Hurt and he's got JJ Hurt. Yeah, so it's like Pierce has been super, super underwhelming. And he's also hurt. Yeah, and then... I've been waiting to talk about this matchup all day. Go ahead. Why don't you lead the way? <laughs> you know it a no. lot more better than I do. Like, just, look, just look at the running back that I've finally been able to grace my starting lineup with. Devin Singletary? <laughs> what the hell is that? Dude, he's he's the quarter... He's the running back in Houston who's probably going to start this week because I think Damian Pierce is going to miss. <laughs> oh, my God. And they've been splitting 50-50 pretty much all all week, and, like, I have to start him because I have no other options because Javante's on the bye. So I'm starting Devin Singletary, who last year I couldn't get enough of, and he's back in my heart and in my lineup. Yeah, I mean, your only other option, Deontay Foreman, who I guess you're quitting after last week. Yeah, did you not see how bad that timeshare was <laughs> between no, the three I, running I backs? I did, I did, I did. It was disgusting. It was like literally each of them were holding each other's pockets on the fucking sideline and switching in and out. It's terrible. Garyington Evans gets the fucking touchdown. Like, suck my dick, Chicago. This is why you're dog shit. And then Sorry. Jerome Ford, you're saying, is fully back this week, right? Yeah, this week he's back. Um Last week, he was hurt, so he didn't get any carries until the fourth quarter. 
which the carries ended up, you know, being actually quality carries, and he and he looked fine. It's just he had the ankle sprain. So the fact that he's only back after two weeks against Arizona, who's kind of absolutely terrible against running backs, they're bottom three in the NFL. Um, yeah, I, I like him this week, especially if Deshaun's back. Um, they've pretty much shown that like Kareem Hunt will spell him on like on third down and will be the passing down guy, but they'd like Jerome Ford. Like they do use him efficiently. Uh, he just has to stay healthy for me. And then Pierce, we kind of touched on. Are you afraid of Mostert a bit? What's his injury? What's he dealing with? Uh, I think just being Raheem Mostert is what he's dealing with <laughs> yeah. because he's just always hurt every his name's year. Just Mostert Q. Like he he's just always got the questionable next to him. And they always kind of say they're going to use Jeff Wilson. Um, and a lot of Ahmed as well. Yeah, he's he's slowed down the last two weeks, but tough matchup in Kansas City. I, I don't know. It, it, it's so hard to project because, like, yeah, he might have had a down two weeks against two pretty good defensive fronts, but the Dolphins can run the ball effectively. So, like, when you're a team that's creative on offense like the Dolphins, like, he could very well go out there this week and have a 30-point week, or he could go out there this week and dud. It, so I, I kind of lean at minimum. He probably gets like 12, 15 points, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if he kind of had a multiple touchdown week, depending upon how high scoring this game ends up being. I hope it's a banger, but it, I wish it wasn't in Germany. Like, I wish it was this year with scoring. It's been such low-scoring games. Ugly unders. So I'm yep. 10 games up, but uh, yep. <laughs> receivers, <laughs> you can talk about your receivers. You got Zay over Lockett is kind of the one thing that kind of jumps off the page to me. Uh, it's just hard to project Tyler Lockett. Like, and I feel like this week I don't need like that kind of gigantic ceiling week. Cause Travis is dealing with a ton of injuries and bye weeks. So I'm just kind of playing it safe where, I just think Zay and Mark Andrews are the number one options for him in Baltimore. And Seattle's pass defense is bottom seven in the NFL. So I'm just kind of playing my matchup of I like Zay Flowers against Seattle more than I like Tyler Lockett against Baltimore, who is top 10 against the pass on the year. And it's hard because it's like Lockett has had some big weeks he's had like two big weeks on the year but then he's also had he's coming off a good week which means next week he's gonna dud um it it just always happens so tyler lockett so i I don't like him this week but you know next week he plays washington so i'll probably start him that week Mm -hmm. and then wilson and evans wilson is still just good and if there's one thing zach wilson can do it's like if Garrett's one-on-one and man on somebody, like he'll throw him the ball pretty accurately. Uh, and the touchdowns are going to come, is my maybe. thought. Like, the touchdowns are going to come. They just and I don't think it starts the ball this week enough. against Los Angeles. Yeah, but I think against the Chargers, they'll be able to move the ball at home. Um, so I, I kind of like the matchup this week. And I like Garrett Wilson in general for the rest of the year because he's got some pretty easy matchups coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's giving me 17 points a week, um, uh, it's not what I expected, which was like 25 plus with Aaron Rodgers. But if I'm getting a solid 17, if I'm getting 10 targets and hey, he's got a chance at a touchdown every single week, then I'm going to take it. You know, I, I I wish it could be better. But I mean, looking at some of the receivers across the league, it's 
it's better than most people are getting right now. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue. Um, I, I I think all three of your guys are good. The, the only decision there was Lockett over Flowers, so we'll see how that pans out. And Mike out. Evans kind of saved my week last week with that late touchdown. Yeah, kind of garbaggio time, <laughs> too. He should have had another, like, 40-plus yard grab that got called back on some bullshit holding, too. But, you know, he still looks good out there. Um, he's already had his bye, and he's had two down weeks. But for the most part, he's been, considering I took him in, like, the eighth or ninth round, he's been a kind of a godsend for my team at the wide receiver two spot. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, Pittman, Thielen, Nico Collins. What's going on with Travis? How come Nakua is in his in his starting He's lineup? Bench and Puka, that's exactly what it is. I mean, down week last week, and maybe he's anticipating no Stafford. I mean, I'm playing Puka over Nico Collins. I know I've been a Nico Collins yeah. hater all year, but it's like Trav, you're the Rams guy. Like it's not like Nico Collins lit the world on fire last week. I don't know. And Nico Collins hasn't had a good week in nearly a month now. It's hard. Maybe he's down on the Rams. I haven't talked to him specifically about the Rams, but that that's what this tells me. I mean, you'd me. think this would be the week to play him, though, because the Green Bay secondary just lost Rasul Douglas. And, and they're just a know. bad team. I'm not going to help him. <laughs> yeah. But Thielen and Pittman, I think you got to play. Um, they've been good for him all year. He hasn't always started them, but I think... Thielen had a sick catch last week on that Bryce... Was it Thielen where Bryce Young kind of beat off the pressure and like rolled to the outside and darted it down the field? I don't know. I didn't have that one in my triple simulcast. Uh, <laughs> I think it was time. Thielen, but uh, I honestly yeah, didn't even know the game was going on until the very end when they put it on red zone. Yeah. Finally, he's the only person in Carolina who can get more than a yard of separation, so he's going to be continuing to get peppered with targets. So I think he's great, um, especially against Indianapolis, who doesn't have a great passing defense to be honest yeah, with that's you. a clench um, your butthole game too Thielen and Pittman just going back to back every drive against yeah. you yeah they should have both pretty big weeks to be honest with you and then tight end you got Andrews he's got Njoku because who does he have on by George Kittle who's been very good for him uh, I mean we like Andrews here uh, I like the stack you got you mentioned the Seattle defense. I don't know how they are against tight ends. I, I'm not sure if it super matters. But, I mean, Njoku against Arizona is decently comfortable, and Njoku's been producing a bit of late. I don't know. You yeah, obviously still have the he's edge. He's doing better but... than P.J. Walker, for sure. Yeah. I'd rather have Njoku than Kyle Pitts. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> While they're catching a stray in an hour or two. <laughs> But yeah, um, anything else here? There, there's not a lot of lineup decisions just because Travis got some buys and yeah. Yeah, I have buys and injuries and just randos who I'm hoping get a chance, basically. So you picking yourself or? Yeah, I'm taking me this week. Um, I think I am too. Travis with no ETN. going to play. Yeah, no ETN and no Pierce. It could if be he scary. had ETN, I would and George Kittle, I would definitely be picking Travis. Yeah, he's down his guns Kinda here. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry, 
He's kind of fine. I just had to face. <laughs> Travis still has a startable lineup with his four best players out or five best players out of the lineup. Yeah, he's just finally starting to feel the the burn a like bit. Like he could <laughs> he could trade this entire lineup to Troy if he wanted to for all of Troy's players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry Troy. <laughs> I don't know if Troy's locked into hour two of the podcast with a two and sixteen, <laughs> but if he is, then definitely sincerest apologies. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I think I said it. I'm picking you as well. I just yeah, the too many question marks at running back for Trav, and then he's four and five, and he's got to turn it on a bit to get in. Um, <laughs> I know we kind of stroke him a lot, but it's kind of go time for Trav, so. We yeah, don't see. don't act like you're too excited for him to get into the playoffs, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I want all you're the good, right. want all the good teams the out. Ends up going on a run here. <laughs> yeah, get hot, Troy. <laughs> 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 all right, and then we'll we'll finish up with me versus Steve. Steve two and Highest six matchup on the week. What's up? Highest uh, projected matchup. Yeah, on Steve's the coming off a fucking 160 burger. He's had a good team all year. He's just gotten shit luck. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm looking at it. It's it's a little scary. Um, and we'll start with Herbert against the Jets. We've talked about this game kind of ad nauseum, but I don't know. I, I don't expect a huge, huge jet day out of Justin Herbert. Obviously, the long no. No, you do or no, you don't. No, I don't expect a huge kind of week out of him this week, but it's just the fact that Kellen Moore is throwing the ball. Literally, conti- like, he has thrown the ball less than 40 times or less than uh, 35 times this year, twice. So, I mean, I mean, if you want to throw it repeatedly on the Jets, like, good luck. I feel like the yeah, way to beat them is they with their D-line and their secondary. Um, and they can't run the ball, so I think it's going to be – this is a game that screams Justin Herbert, fourth quarter turnover, loses the game for the, the Chargers. I'm hoping for it. It would be fun if yeah, Steve is I'm up like one God and he throws happens. a pick. Yeah, that would be hilarious, just because that's what you get for trusting Justin Herbert, most overrated quarterback in the NFL. And then on my side, uh, Josh Allen might be hurt, so that's not great at all. He's, he's Hurt or injured? I don't know what the fuck... He kind of like banged his funny bone and then still played the whole game. So like I don't know what the hell the deal is with that. Was it the same elbow that he had the surgery on or whatever last year, or that issue with last year? That I don't know. I just saw I didn't practice today, so I am monitoring that. I need news soon because I mean he's plays Sunday night, so there's no way he's missing this game against Cincinnati. Like this is a big time Josh Allen yeah. balls on the table game. But I mean I don't like not practicing on Wednesday, but. We will see. Um, like I said, I think it's Daniel Jones' time if uh, if I get the call. Oh, God. I'm serious. The... If you put Daniel Jones in your lineup, I'm not picking you. <laughs> um, look at the fucking waivers. I mean, the options aren't great. You were gassing up Geno Smith against the Ravens before. I'd rather play him than Daniel Jones. We'll see. The, the line's back. Raiders. Oh, my God. Don't. Don't. You're Could not going to me. <laughs> um but yeah i mean i i, I got qb1 but if he's out then obviously i'm surrendering some points there so something to monitor running backs he's got mixon and rashad white who have both been good after we kind of just shat on them all year 
It, it's like Steve's team is pretty good if he didn't just boof Aaron Jones, I feel. Um, now that White and Mixon are both usable, I expect to make it was the score. starting, like how he chose who to start and like his team not performing on some weeks, you know? Yeah, and it's like Rashad White, I assume he'll just continue to keep catching the ball, especially against Houston. And, then, and getting two yards a carry because they're just committed to the run no matter what. <laughs> yeah, just kind of is what it is. They just can't run the ball, but he's been scoring fantasy wise. And then the same thing with Mixon is like he's not efficient, but he's getting the the end zone looks and he's getting all the catches because Samaj P Ryan's not there. So it's like, again, like, yeah, I would love to get 15 points a week from my running back position. I'd kill for it from both of them. So yeah, uh, yeah, I don't hate hate his running backs. And then on my side. Brees Hall against the Chargers. Brees is just an auto start. I mean, he wasn't great carrying the ball at all last week. Um, it was just kind of very obvious when they were running the ball. Like, I don't know. I think Hackett's kind of a shitty play caller. I don't think I'm breaking breaking news here. But yeah. <laughs> it's like they were just consistently in second and third and long. And then shocker, it's like, Zach Wilson can't do shit in those instances. So it's like, I don't know. Running the ball on first down. <laughs> Run the ball on first. Yeah, it's like they got to do something different. He had the one the one catch to um, to salvage the week, like the 60-yard the touchdown catch. Yeah, the 60-yard touchdown catch. And, I mean, the, the one he dropped, too, I feel like would have gone for, like, 40 yards, too. He kind of had the— That was the one where Zach Wilson missed him. No, no, no. He had one where he was running away from Micah McFadden. He would have— gone down the side i don't know if he would have scored because i think they were at like the 30 well there was also the one where he was like about to run a wheel route and zach wilson just completely missed him yeah this wasn't the wheel route i'm talking but okay it was like a crosser um but yeah um he's very good so tear up the chargers they stink james cook it's like it's getting a little concerning i'm saying but i'm not going to start darrell henderson over him which is the only real option. Jalen Warren still hasn't taken over the backfield <laughs> as I continue to wait. Um, I'm still going to keep playing James Cook because he gets all the touches, but just no touchdowns really, which sucks. But I don't know. He's He's got a nice floor for an RB too. Yeah, I I mean, he's been solid. It's just now they're just muddying up the backfield even more. So Correct. Correct. He's already so. having a trouble getting like any goal line carries because of Josh Allen, and so it just makes it a little bit muddier. Um, I might consider playing Daryl Henderson over him. We'll see. I mean, I have time to the think Green Bay about rushing that. defense is pretty bad. I kind of want to play another running back besides James Cook like all year, but I also like don't want to trade him either. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a little messy. I don't. I don't want to just have all this Buffalo reliance going into like the playoffs and them just the crap out and screw me. <laughs> and they just shit on you in the playoffs. Meanwhile, it's like they've carried if they me just here. Have, if but... they just have one bad week in the playoffs, you're kind of fucked. Same thing with me and the Ravens. Correct, but it is what it is. I'll deal with that Those as it goes. Those are the chances you take. Those are the chances you take. My 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 mindset is get the one seed and then hope it doesn't happen the two times. You just gotta get lucky in the playoffs, dude. It's all about getting in and figuring yeah. it out. But, yeah, so, I mean, running backs, I don't know. 
it's pretty close. I think Brees is the best of the four, but his duo might be better. I don't know. Uh, I think Brees is going to shit all over the Chargers rushing defenses week. I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of agree. I think it's pretty much a wash. Um, I think you have the higher ceiling, and then he has kind of the the better floor. Receivers: CD, AJ Brown, Jacoby Myers. CD and AJ just went the fuck off last week. Yes, <laughs> combined for like and they seventy-five play each other points this week. Yeah, so the, this is the version of uh, your Pittman and feeling but just scarier just a little bit you know <laughs> just a good little bit better <laughs> yeah so that, that'll be a little scary hopefully they uh take the air out of the ball run maybe some snow or something in philly that would be <laughs> nice <laughs> something to slow them down because yeah Dak just randomly decided to throw the ball and be good in that area so and he's playing against a bad secondary in the eagles i mean oh, i know they've care. been better ish of late but yeah the commanders they just kind of light them up so yeah i mean they're the worst in the nfl against wide receivers billy hmm. 1500 yards receiving and 12 touchdowns on the year so i mean that's a stat um but yeah needless to say i'm afraid of both of them and then yeah. jacoby myers I, I think we'll be fine against him I, I think adams is the guy who's gonna get it done if anything across uh anything happens in the air just one catch. And he didn't really get. Week. He didn't get too much burn with Aiden O'Connell. Um, so yeah, I mean, he should be, he should be average. Um, I think if you're Steve, you consider playing Aaron Jones over him if Aaron Jones is healthy. Or like Drake London. I don't know. Not a ton of exciting, exciting options. I'd say. Uh, maybe Drake London with Heineke too. But yeah, I, I think. Personally, I think it would be between Jacoby Myers and Aaron Jones for me. Um, and if you're Steven, you've gotten burned by Aaron Jones multiple times, and you probably go Jacoby. Yeah, I think that's the mindset. And yeah. then on my side, Waddle, Diggs, Pickens. Uh, it was nice to see Waddle be very good last week. Kind of been waiting on that all year. Again, we're hoping for the shootout in Germany. Practice. Yeah, he's fin- finally no injury designation, so that's good. Diggs kind of... W- just had short catches on Thursday against the Bucks. It was kind of weird, but I mean, I expect them to have to take their shots against Cincy. I think that'll be a track meet. And then Pickens just had the one catch. It was a sick, like weird Mario jump hurdle over two people. But uh, just one catch is a little concerning. But hopefully, against the stinkier Tennessee secondary, he kind of turns it up. But yes, these receivers are scary. Like this is a two and sixteen. That's um catching at a dangerous time i feel at a time where they're actually all healthy and there's no buys and he's like actually got everybody you know starting so i mean a little scary i mean as we work our way down it's like there's not really a position group where i'm confident i have the better um like players so it's definitely a little scary it's tough it's tough and then tight end, I, I got Taysom Hill against Chicago. Is that cute? I don't know. But, I mean, Waller's going to be out for a while. I'm just waiting for the IR. You got Yeah, you're going to have to figure out that tight end spot. I mean, it's not like Waller's been carrying me. <laughs> like, if anything, he's been No, but I think he's going to be out for four weeks, five yeah. weeks. Yeah. I mean, Taysom's been kind of tearing it up. And then I can expect I can see them getting cute with uh, Chicago and kind of running the Taysom Hill packages. 
I think Taysom Hill is a good pickup. It seems like they're actually using him as like a real tight end this year. Um, and he's like actually getting targets and he's actually running the ball effectively. I, I just don't know, understand what teams think. Like how many times has he actually thrown the ball out of the wildcat? You know, like he never throws the fucking ball. And like he still goes in there like, oh, Taysom Hill's in the back backfield. Let me let up eight yards per carry because <laughs> yeah. he's just a fucking god some, for some reason. Like, Yes, I, I don't know. know. It's kind of hacky and cheaty. I don't think you're getting cute. I think he's going to get like 10 touches. And, like, if he's he gets better 10 than touches, all the like, guys that were out there. He's, I'd rather have him than Logan Thomas on the other side. Yeah, so I'll take that victory. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll be at the smallest of moral Say victories. something nice about a tight end. He's actually a quarterback. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, actually yeah. a quarterback running back, but you could start him a tight end because fantasy is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's why I feel like a kind of a hack more so than a than getting cute with it but it is what it is someone someone would have grabbed him if i didn't so Corey what it definitely would have grabbed him now nah, he's got goddard his uh his godsend that he sent didn't he just <laughs> trade for him right yeah no he traded goddard for d De- or no, no, oh, yeah, no he, he gave away goddard. deontay he's like i yeah. give proc the hurt player yeah um but yeah i'm still gonna pick me just because um but yeah i'm, I'm definitely afraid yeah, I'm going to pick Steve. I think he's going to... If he can get catch a string of luck here, like he's definitely the best like bottom-of-the-barrel team that Meaning could make a run Troy and make and a Husser, playoff. Is what you're saying. He's better than Troy Husser. He's got a better team than me. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm 5-3, and three, so... like, He's got a better team than probably 50% of the league, so if he can catch some consistency here from his players then he can make the playoffs but he really has no leeway he has no wiggle room he needs to win out basically he needs to get to eight and six or seven and seven like he can maybe lose one game yeah which is a tough spot to be in because and even then it's gonna be hard for him to lose one game because a lot of these teams are probably gonna win eight games this year Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's that um let's get into nfl picks i don't know if we're gonna have time for the user questions for the listener questions yeah that's true that's true maybe we're we'll, we'll start it off next week we no, need more questions anyways we only got fucking five yeah and i don't want more to choose Corey from. sucked too so screw him yeah <laughs> give me your first uh nfl pick um cowboys plus three i think uh that was pretty obvious based on what i've been saying the entire podcast um i think Cowboys are four and two in the last six against the Eagles. Um, yeah, I, I just like uh, the Cowboys in this matchup. The last time they played the Eagles, they beat them. I know Gardner Minshew was starting, but you know the last few times they've played the Eagles, they've all been close games, um, even in Philly, and they've won a few games in Philly the last few years. So yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what else to say. I think the Cowboys. I think they're slept on a lot i think i think i really do think they're one of the top teams in the nfl and, and people are overreacting to that 49ers game still that's fair that's fair i'm gonna go I, I said it earlier as well or let me save that for pick three then so we can transition a little little tease there a little tease give <laughs> me give me give me they've been good to me all year with the unders they got a backup court. They're going against the backup quarterback this week. Give me the Falcons Vikings under 37 and a half. Uh, I don't think either of these teams are going to score. 
um, especially when you told me the Vikings are good against the run. Um, so, I mean, that limits the Falcons. Does Heineke scare me a little bit? Yes. But I could also see him throwing some picks and just really muddying this game Yeah, up. I could see him just dookieing it the fuck up. He's not. <laughs> Heineke is one of those backups that, like, just doesn't play for a year. And then you're just like, oh, he's he's kind of good. But it's like, no. And then you see him play more than two games in a row. And you're like, oh, maybe not, actually. Yeah. He, um, he had a great uh, Halloween costume. He was a deer, and then his girlfriend was headlights. She just had, like, big spotlights on her boobs, and he was just, like, staring at them. Pretty funny <laughs> picture. Um, but, yeah, under 37.5 and Falcons-Vikings. Yeah, that's gross. Um, so I'm going to follow that up with Steelers minus 2.5 Thursday night football um, against the Titans. Fuck I think Will people Lewis. are going to overreact. I think people are going to overreact to Will Levis week one. Steelers defense is going to be hard for him to play. And, uh, yeah, I just love the Steelers off a loss um, at home. I'm going to go Bengals minus two. And I think it's just another game we talked about a ton. The Bills are just banged up everywhere. And if I'm getting it at minus two and Josh Allen's banged up, we know the Bengals should be able to score plenty. Two is just an easy number to cover like i know it's not yeah, that's, the, not that's the right way to weird think game where like i feel like most people are kind of like buffalo's moving in one like this is almost always the case where like oh you're gonna bet the bangles this is so obvious that i think it's bad but i just yeah normally like i would just it say this like a bet it's that's so gonna easy. lose yeah it sounds like a bet that's gonna lose but like i just don't think the bills are that good um I don't know. They do. They just can't finish games effectively. And it's like the Bengals are minus two at home. So if you go off that like two and a half, and they just beat the Niners, pretty handily. Based on that, the Bills would be like minus three or four if it was at home. Like I don't know if that's how that (laughs) should be set. You know, it just seems like it's a weird, it's a weird line. Um, So yeah, give me the Bengals. Yeah, I, I will, gladly. Um, I'm going to finish it up with Jets plus three at home. Dogs to the Chargers. Um, I got three and a half if you want. I'll take the three and a half. Thank you for the hook. Um, yeah, I... I the, if the Jets lose this game, like then you, I think you start talking like, what's going on here, Sala? Like, they're a better team, even with Zach Wilson. Much better defense. They're at home. Just had a really big win. Like, again, complaining against a bad defense, a bad coach. Like, this is a game the Jets need. Like, if the Jets are going to make the playoffs, this is a game that they they need to mark off a W. 100%. This week. And I'll take the other New York team, the New York Football Giants, against the Raiders, plus one and a half. Keep the points. No, just kidding. Definitely. I'll take it <laughs> after, after last week. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we really stink, but it's like... I think, like, what the hell is Aiden O'Connell going to do? Like, we we have dummied the past three teams we've played, like, defensively. Like, the Bills, Commanders, and Jets all can do shit the entirety of the game. And I think we should be able to move the ball a little better, obviously, with Daniel Jones under center. Um, Max Crosby, horrifying. I, I think he'll completely wreck the game against Evan Well, Neal. Andrew Thomas might be playing. But that's the thing. If Andrew Thomas is back, it's like, the line will just instantly be better. And the line's been improving in general. Uh, if Andrew Thomas is back, do you put Pew at right tackle? 
I don't know. I'd think Are about it. left guard? The thing is, you've never played Neil anywhere besides tackle. So, like, I think yeah. maybe the guard experiment you try next year. But, and I mean, there, there's no way, like, we've obviously given up on him. There's no way they have. Like, they spent the seventh pick in the draft on him a year and a half ago. Like, there hasn't been any stories that they've given up on him or anything like that. To yeah, their, they to just kind of talked credit. to him after he lashed out at the fans for no reason. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I think we'll be able to run the ball and win ugly. I Like, they have Antonio Pierce as their coach. <laughs> like, last time we heard from him, he was hiding Plaxico's gun in the Hudson River. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> the last time know. we heard from him, he was ruining our 2008 Super Bowl run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, our best linebacker in God knows how long. Like, we've, we've been trying to replace well, we him for years. we got now. Kerke is nice. So is McFadden. Kerke is pretty good. But yeah. it's also easy for them to just play fast behind like our D line, uh, which we'll see yeah. how that is without Leo. But I, I've got news: Ashawn Robinson's been great. Nacho's been good. Like I'll, I'll miss Leo. I thought he was a good giant. Like good attitude, played hard, didn't miss games really. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't part of the long term. Like drafting defensive linemen like interior guys is the one thing we've been able to do my entire life like i'll miss him but yeah yeah that's like the only scouting department that's been consistently (laughs) good we just churn those guys out um yeah but yeah i think we're gonna win and i i guess everyone's gonna want to hear us talk about the jets game which i mean yeah it was embarrassing it was bad It, it the whole thing is it's like I kind of expected to win. Like once we went up, I was like, "Oh, holy shit, we're gonna win!" Like they can't move the ball, and it was just like, "Oh, this is a hysterical like meme win." Like we're beating like this playoff contending team in the rain with like this quarterback that physically can't throw the ball. Like, haha, this is so funny. LOL, LOL. And then just once it got to overtime, I was like, "Okay, the best case scenario is a tie. Like we can't move the ball." I'll say like the the criticism about the field goal I I literally do not understand like I saying oh they averaged like four and a half yards a carry is just so like that does not tell the story I didn't at all. Watch the game. I just watched looked at the box score afterwards because I was watching Red Zone. I don't actually watch the yeah, NFL I games. Mean, I just watch Red Saquon Zone. Saquon had like the forty-five yard run, but I mean he was stopped in the. Backfield. I love Red Zone, but like there's nothing better than like watching. Like that's why I always have the triple cast on and the local games on because I'm like I use the triple cast for games I don't get to see, and then I can I have the local game because like I want to see like the fl- game script you know 100 at least for your own team but yeah it's like he got stopped in the backfield a ton of times like we also have gotten stopped on fourth and one yeah like, do you remember the bills stuffed. game like yeah he do you remember the embarrassing times. instances where we fucked up short yardage like i know obviously they knew we were running it the entire game and like we did have some success but like not really it was a lot of three and outs the two extended drives we had were continued by penalties like we were punting the only drop we scored on was the one where like we had a script coming out of halftime and it was two personal fouls that got 30 of the yards as well there was like the jermaine johnson where we would have kicked the field goal and then yeah there i think that i mean the two missed field goals lost us the game 100 and then i know it's like the thing like oh gano's gano is hurt yada yada it's like he missed an extra point that would have won the game. Like they wouldn't, there's no way they would have scored a touchdown. And he also hit an extra point earlier in the game. Like, 
Yeah, he hit an extra point that was further than the field goal. He f- both field goals he missed, or the field goal he did miss. So it's like I I don't agree with that criticism. The criticism, a hundred percent, is you knew this guy was your backup quarterback for three weeks now, and it's like you knew that just if Tyrod died, like this was what the offense was going to be, and also like. We couldn't the, run. The weather conditions didn't help. Either. It didn't help, and I know the Jets are scary. And like we saw him throw near picks basically every time he tried to throw. It's like that's fine and dandy. But the other wild my thing favorite is, was oh let him throw the ball, and he literally couldn't complete a screen pass. And you're like let's just, let's let this guy cook. And it's like you had Matt Barkley work out a couple weeks ago. It's like if you knew knew this guy was a practice squad quarterback, like. Maybe get someone else in the building. We just like, don't have a lot of cap room either to like. So like they're probably playing. Like Daniel Jones has been thought to be coming back for weeks now. You know. I mean, so like it's also you, that they've game suited where, this like, guy up repeatedly. Like, yeah, I don't know. And then, fuck, I had another point in my head. Uh, oh yeah, we with Waller out, we only have one tight end on the roster, so we couldn't even r- run like Wildcat, which would have just been better because you have an extra blocker versus. DeVito is just running away and handing it off. So, like, you're playing 10 on 11. They knew we were running. Like, it was an admirable performance by Saquon, like I was saying earlier. It's like they knew we were running every single play, and, like, he still was able to generate some positive yards on occasion. Um, But, yeah, it's just like we just... Knowing that it's like you knew that we were one like broken rib tie rod injury away from that being the game, like it was. Jo- also, it was Joe Kayvon Judgey. Wasn't offside. Kayvon wasn't offside. Which sucks. I I'm not gonna nitpick the defense. Like prevent defense will always suck. It just prevents you from winning. It is stupid. We we had we had him beat the entire game, and then it's like yeah, shocker. You just put three safeties like 40 miles away. He can hit Garrett Wilson like. Just very dumb, and uh, I thought they weren't going to get it off too. I really thought the clock was going to run out. the uh, The other, yeah, uh, the I other think, thing, though, that, that was the longest second ever. <laughs> uh, I was just screaming. I was like six, five, ah, ah. But yeah, more of the story is I. It, it's just the the bounces just haven't gone our way this year. It's like everything that went right last no, year. We're like a few plays away from being five and four right now, or four and four five and three right now like literally two from being four and four and then yeah it's just that it's just not a year that were essentially gimmies that should we should be four and four yeah which is disappointing but just gotta bite your mouth the the team's injured the quarterback clearly couldn't handle the like more pressure yeah Um, and it just got away from us i mean and like at the very least, like we still have a ton of cap space. Like we lose a, all the De- Dave Gettleman dog shit contracts come off the cap this year. Like we have cap space for next year. We have eight picks. Probably gonna get more in comp picks. So it just hurts because like, it's like if if this was the result last year, and then like we had the playoff like lucky run this year. Then it's like, oh, this then we is would have phenomenal. signed Daniel Jones to a longer contract. And we would have been worse <laughs> That's off. That's also true. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I think this is fine because honestly, I don't. I like if we would have had this shitty year last year, then we would have ended up with like Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud, and I'm not necessarily sure that we're May guys options. now. We're May guys. 
Yeah, I'm not sure that there are better options than the quarterbacks coming out this year. Like, Anthony Richardson's already out, hurt. And CJ Shroud has looked good, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, he's had a few good games. Like, it's not like we would have been some playoff team this year. So I'm not going to get upset about actually having a good season last year. Um, especially when I, like, I expected us to only win eight or nine games this year at most, so... Which, I mean, we still almost can is the, like, this That's the Raiders thing, team is, like, is bad. We really are. Like, if, if, we, if the we Giants play got any as much teams. as they could out of their roster this year as they did last year, like, we'd probably be a 7, 8, 9 win team. We'll probably win 6 or 7 games. Be picking around, like, 12, like, 10 to 12, you know. Go get your guy. Um, And then I think, you, like, we have, we, we got some picks that we can use to trade up and Listen, not everybody in the top 10 is going to be picking for a quarterback, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think the car. So, like, let's look at the NFL draft. Cardinals, one right of the now. Bears. I, I, I've already, I'm already into mock drafts. Issue is, like, Patriots. The Vikings may bottom out now, too, without Kirk. And that would be annoying. Yeah. So, right now, we're fourth, right? Yeah, right now, we're, right now, we'd get May. If I'm looking at these teams right now, the Giants are better than the Bears, they're better than the Carolina, they're better than Arizona. Probably on par with New England and Green Bay. We play New Vegas. England. We play New England, Vegas. Like the only three like tough games we have like that are unwinnable, it's like two Eagles and a Cowboys. The rest are bad teams. It's like we're gonna be in that eight to we're we're gonna be in that six to twelve area. Like this one, low key is an important one to lose. Honestly, if because if we lose this, it'll really go off the rails as well. But I don't know. It's like Arizona. I don't think they're gonna pick a quarterback. I I think that they're gonna. They want Kyler to work. I think they're gonna be trying to sell that pick. Um, if they end up as the worst thing, and I don't think they end up there with Kyler. And I mean, we'll have Carol, three Chicago's top 40 only picks. Got... Chicago is not going to what? Do you think they're going to take two two quarterbacks and no, hope that no. both don't bust? <laughs> um, New England could take definitely will take a quarterback. I think um, Green Bay will be in the hunt for a quarterback. I think Las Vegas will be. Denver will be. Um, the Rams might be too, which is yeah. This is gonna be it's gonna be it's tough. Gonna you be need tough. to get a quarter. Like we kind of need to lose to some of these. This year. The one thing is Denver like, might you... not because they literally are so boned with Wilson. Like they can't get out for like three more years. Until twenty twenty five, pretty sure. So it's like you're gonna or waste half the rookie his, contract. They can, they can eat his hundred million dollar cap hit next year. I mean that that's that's up to them. But yeah, I mean. It, it's hard. I because I, I wanted like I wanted if they're to... planning on doing that. They're not going to draft a quarterback this year. They'll draft it the following year because they'll be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not going to like losing to this Raiders team would be so embarrassing. So I'm not going into Sunday being like I hope they lose. But no, I just want to be in a position where we're in that eight to fifteen area and we can use the capital to move up and get our quarterback. Um. Yeah. And then I mean it's fun I, next year, and I'm and the defense is slowly, the 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 pieces are working. Like we'll see how yeah, we look so without like, Leonard and against a not Zach Wilson quarterback. But I mean Aiden O'Connell, like he's going to just too. draft a lineman because like drafting lineman in the first like it isn't as we've what learned solves your issue. Like you need depth, you need competition. Like 
And it seems like JMS worked out. It seems like and well, Andrew Thomas is a good player. JMS hurt. is working out, and Glowinski has been playing good. The He'll last be gone. Few weeks. He's a free agent. He's walking. Yeah, but we, we might we can we we have money to draft or to sign linemen. You know, like it we would don't be great to... if we didn't have to trade up, and then it's like two seconds is perfect to like get depth linemen that are potentially starters. And get another you know? receiver. Yeah. yeah, receiver. I want like IU. Well, like if someone, we're looking at but... it right now, like I don't see there's any reason why we can't end up with. I don't really want to end up with Penix. I don't think. Lefty. I I think the guy we want is Drake May. I gotta watch him um, more. I'm kind of just talking out of my ass with the quarterbacks, to be honest. No, I th- I think we want Drake May. He's he makes really good anticipatory throws, and he just. Knows when to run the ball. He he looks good. Uh, I think you'll like him. I mean, when How Howell's usable and he's better than Howell in same competition. So yeah, uh, Caleb Williams just seems like prick. he would fuck him. He would be a prick in the New York market. JJ McCarthy, I have no trust in him after he's got to win the, the national championship. He's got to win the national championship for me to want him. Yeah, but you want to know what? Last year in the game against TCU when he didn't have the tips, yeah, the tips at the time, he threw those terrible pick sixes that literally lost like it was a 24 point swing basically because they were gonna score touchdowns and it went the other way instead quinn ewers i I don't want him no so like then you're like left with like Jaden daniels or bo Bo nicks or uh, and i don't want bo nicks because i'm pretty sure he's older than daniel jones (laughs) he's he's been in college forever so like yeah I, i i think if you don't get drake may or Penix, I'm pretty much out on this draft class. I mean, Penix is old um, too, but yeah. And so if we don't get those guys, then yeah, I think you probably just go Marvin and, Harrison Jr. And there will be a um, name too that comes out too, like a Josh Allen, a Zach Wilson, like that just comes from a small school to go. He's got the traits and lit up like a pro day or a Senior Bowl or some shit. Like Dora Sanders. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really want that circus either. I. I just don't want a circus. <laughs> No Caleb Williams, no Sanders. That's a Rattler, maybe. No, 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 no. He's very he he was supposed to go to South Carolina and be good, and he's just been kind of fucking mids. I mean, he's supposed there. to be the number one pick, like when he was at yeah. Oklahoma. He's, he's he's tough to look at too, too gingery. Yeah, I don't know. I I hope we end up with Drake May. Um, but I think a lot I'd of get teams down are with that. I get down with yeah. that, but it's gonna be tough. We'll see. I mean. The problem is, I, I think we are going to rattle some wins. I, I know I said that, and, but it's like we like rolled out of bed and like almost beat, not rolled out of bed, but like we fucked it up royally at the end. But it's like we that's a game that the Jets should have handily won as soon as Tyrod went we, out. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like Tyrod was lighting the world on fire either. Like the last time we saw him, he like kind of fumbled to himself and then broke his ribs. <laughs> like. I don't know what the fuck yeah. he was doing. On... <laughs> that was like a meme play that we can't laugh at because he like went off writhing in pain. But yeah. <laughs> he literally like fumbled to himself. Somebody put a somebody put a needle on the sideline and went right through his ribs again. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, so we'll see. Yeah, that's talking giants. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, everyone. Enjoy the games, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Yep, have a good one, guys. Where did my life go? What is it doing to me? It had a knife, so 
If it's in my back, I can't see It must be in a spot where I'm blind It tries to do this to me all of the time Maybe if I pay it no mind Everything will turn out just fine Well, I can feel the blade in my back It's tearing up my lungs like glass Broken into shards from the crash But with whatever breath I can grasp I tell myself I'm just fine I'm doing just fine Things to last me I'm glad that you care, yes I swear I'm doing just great, now I'm struggling to stand Quick make sure he has a fucking drink in his hand Not in the drinking room, but this seems like a demand I think I'm tasting blood with every sip of the can How did you guys know? Why are you staring at me? Why are you much as it seems I can feel my bones start to crack They're tearing through my skin like glass Broken from the window that you smashed To get a better look when I gasp And tell myself I'm just fine I'm doing just fine Just fine.